If I told you the things I've seen on my ways If I told you the things I've done in my days You wouldn't believe me So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single Why, hello! Where's my microphone? being weird. Hi! Welcome to Session 8 of The Glittering Night in Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition. I am your storyteller, Stu. And here are the players! Hey, I'm Stork. I'm playing Floyd Gilmore, a disenfranchised uh, uh, bruja. Ha 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 ha. Hi, I'm Pooja. I'm playing Lakshmi. A a Tremere who may have just found the bridge between mortal power and vampiric power. Hey guys, I'm Joey. I'm playing Colin Shaw, the L.A. playboy Toreador, who could not give two shits about the magic stuff. (laughs) And I'm Sam. I play uh, Ana Sophia, your friendly neighborhood Malkavian satanic nun. Who is just here to uh, corrupt some souls? Excellent. Um, would anyone like to or to? Wait, uh, yeah. We miss, we miss oh, I'm one. sorry. <laughs> Who do we miss? He's all muted and stuff, though. That's okay. Oh, there you go. My name is Jim, and I'll be playing uh, Felix St. John, who is a frustrated Nosferatu that is really wants to avoid all this stupid war crap and get back to making pretty things, which is what he likes. Excellent. All right. Uh, would someone like to uh, synopsisize uh, our last session, session seven? Shall I consult the tome? The writ Certain. of common wisdom. It's only two and a half pages. It's fine. <laughs> also, who are you calling common? That's true. The writ of the extra tome, basically. All right. Let's see. Session 7. Anna Sophia awake, awoke to some confused Satanists who could not find the old lady's address. Uh, her house was apparently hidden in some occult manner. Samuel the ghoul was frustratedly looking. She texted Colin to tell him to check on his ghoul. Uh, and he told Samuel to return home and then went down to the Americana for a snack. Colin called Lakshmi about the magical hiding of Marion Duluth's address. Uh, Samuel described the missing house to Lakshmi. It seems like mortal magic to her. Lakshmi and Colin decide they need to check it out in person and send a team text to meet at the Mode of Sin. That's the ice cream shop. Anna Sophia uh, finished ghouling her pet priest and gave him a homework assignment to divulge all of his personal info to the Satanists. Uh, Felix flew a drone over the residence, but the camera can't see it either. The other houses look slightly enlarged to make up the space. 
The crew arrived at Mode of Sin, uh, a cute vampire-themed ice cream shop. Felix and Anna Sophia went invisible, then split up to investigate. Uh, she snuck into the office room to see a freezer, a desk, and a computer, and then a door to the outside. Anna looked through the computer for information, got frustrated, but found an email with mention of Broadfield Investments. Uh, she took a photo of this and then uh, promptly lost her shit trying to work this old-ass computer, making enough noise to alert the ice cream girl. Right, you had a critical fail, right? I did critical fail on typing on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Although that kind of makes sense. A vampire had been around long before the, aid, the information age. Very it, true. They could be a yeah. source of frustration. Computers, I... are, they're just a fad. Yeah, <laughs> and I know people that blow up at their computers now, so it's yeah, completely, completely makes sense. Um, when Felix came in, the door to the front was closed. He came in a different entrance. Yeah, he opened it, and the shop was closed. There's some magic bullshit happening. Candace, the shop girl, checked out what was uh, going on in the office, and Anna Sophia did the sweet little old nun act to get her to help with the computer, and then leave. Lakshmi dominated Candace to walk through the back door, out into the alley, uh, where Floyd saw the door open, and then suddenly a shop girl appear uh, only when she exited. The crew decides to investigate both versions of reality in this office. Anna Sophia doesn't notice anything magical in the freezer. Uh, the back door lets her into the alley, just as normal. Felix investigates the alternative version and finds a gun in a locked drawer under the front counter. He takes it and calls some rats in. They disappear, so he makes a makeshift bomb in the freezer and blows it up. The witch is gonna notice that. Anna Sophia steals the DVR of the surveillance uh, in the blown-up office version, while Colin uh, entrances Candace to give him the memory stick from the unexploded version. The crew debates luring Mary and Duluth into a trap or pinning the explosion on the Anarchs. Felix has his ghoul bring the Anarchs' car as evidence. Colin tells Candace to call the owner and report them as suspicious people in the alley, and crew splits up to hide. From his car, Colin hears Marion suddenly inside the shop. No one saw her arrive. Lakshmi peeks into the window and sees an alternative reality that seems to be triggered somehow in the office. Layered realities. Oh, good. Anna Sophia uh, says she's disinclined to fight this lady on her own turf, uh, while Marion goes to look out the window. Floyd leaps in through the window to grab Marion, but she sidesteps him. Lakshmi spits scorpion blood and knocks her out. Uh, a surprising turn of events. Floyd picked up the witch and carried her to the car, uh, while Colin nommed on Candace and clouded her memory again. Poor brain. Lakshmi uh, tasted the witch's blood, got a taste of power that instantly faded. Uh, she decides to feed on her and manages not to frenzy. Felix offers to put her in the sensory deprivation tank he has in his storage unit, because of course he does. Um, Lakshmi wants to ghoul the witch. The crew decides to do a patrol for Anarchs. Colin checks in with the Seneschal, who says things are under control and not to panic. Um, the borders are secure, but the prince is missing amidst a quote-unquote gas explosion. Uh, they are waiting for the kind to clear out to go in and investigate. Colin panically conveys that info to the crew, who plans to patrol and ghoul some of the local police captains. Tomorrow night, there is a police fundraiser. Felix buys us all tickets and Floyd a suit. Oh yeah, we're going to a party. Oh yeah. I forgot. 
Well, <clears throat> before we before we all turn in and, and start all over again, we got to make sure this witch stays out, like all day, and because otherwise she's you know, got to eat and you know poop and stuff. And if she wakes up in a deprivation tank, who knows how she's going to get out? So I just want to make sure we have a plan for keeping her unconscious. How long does the scorpion blood last? Not all day. Yeah. I would assume for the scene. I can look it up real quick. Because we got we to right. have a plan for her to be out all day until we can get up again and deal with her. You know, we can't just, she's not going to stay locked up in a little metal tube for when she wakes up, right? Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> well, she is bound and gagged in there. Yeah. And blindfolded. Boy, she gonna be mad. Her comfort is not my her comfort is not my concern. She's going to be a very grumpy witch. Um, does anybody have any drugs? Um, the last thing I think we remember, I think we got some stuff off that priest, but I don't know if we have any left. I definitely used it on him. Okay. I mean, what kind of drugs do you want? I feel like some sedatives would probably be good. Sedative? Yeah, I could I could name some sort of horse tranquilizer that we could use being a doctor. Oh, yeah. Ketamine? Um, let me look at my thing. Hold on. Do I have... Um, okay, so it doesn't have to be anything too crazy. I mean, shit, we could trip her out on LSD. I think it'd be fine. Well, that's, okay. that's what I'm checking. I'm seeing if I have options here. I'm just worried about a LSD crazed witch casting spells all over L.A. That's a fair point. Um, would it stand your reason, Stu, that with my party boy lifestyle and the fact that I have a rich resources of three, that I might have access to some high-quality uh, party paraphernalia? I, I would assume you probably are going to have recreational drugs, but right. prob- but probably not sedatives, necessarily. Do you know a guy that would have sedatives? Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's my is, question. Is a recreational drug technically? Which? That's what I was going to say. Which is? Which drug is it recreational? GHB. Is it really? I don't know what GHB is. <laughs> Old man. Old man. I'm oh. actually really, really relieved to hear you say that. Make a. Uh, Colin, make a, uh, what is it, wealth, or what's the... Uh, resources? Resources. Yeah, make a, a resources roll. Just straight resources? Yeah. All right, and 100 die. Oh, you know what? You can add, if you want, add, like, uh, larceny. So straight resources. Uh, <laughs> can I add charisma? No. Okay. I, I think that is 100% counterintuitive for your character. <laughs> I could see I could see something recreational, but something to actually sedate someone that would probably you would that would cheapen. It takes all the fun do. out of it. Right, yeah. exactly. All right. Um, oh, okay. That was very good. That's two successes, a nine and a ten, with a two on the hunger die. Okay. All right. Sure. You've got uh, something. I don't know. That's fine. Some sort of Plot. some sort of mild sedative. Plot appropriate sedative. Yes. So special K, yo. <laughs> K. 
ketamine. Is that a horse tranquilizer? Is that what that originally was? I mean, was? God only knows what she would do if she woke up tripping on K. Could be great. Could be terrible. Right. Would definitely be terrible. <laughs> no, no good no. can come from that. I know who's just jamming this game, so it would definitely be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just I know enough about mages in this game to know it would be terrible. <laughs> also, kids don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm so trying hardcore to not metagame on the mage stuff. Right. <laughs> well, Sam and I experienced it last game we played, and it was downright creepy how powerful they are. I mean, it's, they're... make friends with the mage or avoid. <laughs> we no, did are. neither. They are mind shatteringly powerful. <laughs> We uh, instantly antagonized her. Okay. Okay, so I... It's cool. She'll love me really, really soon. Great. Uh, Then you can give her the seven name. And I hand that over to Lakshmi, because I I don't trust that shit. That's weird. That's some weird... No. Actually, I'm a fan of Lakshmi being sort of in charge of this uh, project, and I give her the key to the uh, storage locker. Okay. Perfect. This steals. This uh, saves me from having to take it from you later. <laughs> you see how my anticipation is aligned with yours. <laughs> okay. So you give her the the sedative. I'm yeah. assuming it's like maybe like four a.m. Uh, what day? Uh, on the twentieth, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. You give. You give. You administer that. And uh, any anything else anyone want to do for the night before you go to ground? Um, I definitely uh, check in on my uh, priest's homework assignment and see and review uh, who he is and well, his personal info and whatnot. See if I can find anything interesting. Oh okay. yeah, they had all night to deal with that, right? While we were off gallivanting around. Yeah. Yeah, we probably should to make sure that that thread stays. Tied up, yeah. Don't want to forget that. Let me find him. Give me a second. Uh, while I'm, oh, I'm looking for it, uh, while that's going on, to, uh, any anyone else have anything they want to do? Yeah, I'd like to leave a voicemail for the uh, my manager for my my music and. Uh, inform her that I have a very strong interest in playing this event. Uh, a, it'll be another way to get us in uh, in case anything happens with tickets that Felix is trying to get us. But B, I also really want to play this event and show off. Okay. You're, you're talking You're talking about the, the fundraiser? The fundraiser yeah. for the orphanage? Okay. That's, yeah. yeah, that's tomorrow tomorrow night. Yeah, so uh, I'll contact um, Georgia Coward, who is my my uh, my agent. Okay. And my pen just died. Well, make sure you put it back. It's what everybody else does. Oh, you know pen what? Dies and you can I put found it, it on the, the ground drawer. because I probably missed yeah. the trash can when I, yeah, that's when probably I threw what it. it. <laughs> just feed it a little bit of blood. It'll come back to life. Okay. Have you tried licking it? <laughs> no, I, I just threw it away. How wasteful. <laughs> uh...
Okay. Um, so you get a, a. They basically have a, have written out a, basically a dossier for this guy. So basically, you can just tell me what you want to know about him, and I'll tell you. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, well, name. <laughs> uh, his name is Father Joseph O'Leary. Oh, he's Irish. Sweet. Hold on, let me find a proper place to write this down. Okay. Joseph O'Leary. Okay. Is he from, uh, what parish is he from? Uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, is he is he from the same church as the other guy, the Long Beach one? No, uh, he's from um, he he. Well, it hit the, the is it what it be called the parish? I don't remember what it's called. He's un he's under. Um, is it Mahoney? Is Mahoney still the cardinal of Los Angeles? I don't even know. Good question. I'm. I'm. He is okay. So he he's he's under Mahoney, but he's actually from the Mode of Sin, the Catholic Church in the Mode of Sin. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Let's see. What's his birthday? His birthday. Uh. April 7th, 1974. Perfect. Alright. Uh, what the heck was he doing in that exorcism? Well, uh, it wasn't an... Well, it wasn't technically an exorcism. What they were... Originally... Uh, um, what's his name? The... Uh, Collins School. I can't... Oh, Samuel. Samuel. Initially, Samuel was going around very surreptitiously trying to find out if there was any sort of uh, sort of vampire subculture on mm. on the island and that that's kind of how he got on their radar and so they originally assumed he might have been a vampire hunter so they made contact with him and then very quickly realized that he had been ghouled so they so they subdued him and brought him to that to the um Apartment, okay, where you found him, which is one of their one of their safe houses, and um, they were basically trying to uh, pray the blood out of him. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so his sect is clearly aware of vampires, then. Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. Are they vampire hunters? No, they're uh, they're more of support people. Uh, they, okay. they do not themselves personally go out and, and try to hunt down vampires, but they they uh, provide support to those who do. Okay, to vampire hunters or the Inquisition? Uh, actually, both. Ooh, okay. They, they, um, they have had, uh, through uh, Smash Chat, uh, contacts with um, some... Uh, Either operatives or intel people within uh, within the, the the second Inquisition. Sweet, I definitely want to get that contact info from him. Okay, it, it's all through the. It's all anonymous. It's all through the the app. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what is his biggest weakness, sin wise? 
Um, Uh, his 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 biggest weakness is uh, he, especially with with involving hunting down vampires, is uh, that he tries to follow uh, a um, a tenant of mercy. So um, he, he is most conf- conflicted about the the fact that um, many of the vampire hunters and the Second Inquisition insist on killing vampires rather than trying to quote unquote save them. Ah, okay. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll have more questions for him later, but that's a good start. Okay. Alrighty. So, anything else this night, or are you guys... Uh going to ground. Nope. Going once, going twice. That sounds good. That sounds good. Excellent. Uh, Everyone make a rouse roll for the next night, which should be, if my calculations are correct, uh, January 21st. Oh no, is I are to hungries? Nope, I rolled a 10. Yay! No, 10's good. I know. I'm disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Really disappointed. Very disappointed. I failed. Yay! I am also the Hungries. Excellent. Is that everyone? Okay. All right. So it is uh, the next the next evening, the twenty first. All right. Well, I'm going to swing by my herd, and uh, I want to uh, feed on somebody that will boost my presence. Boost your presence. Well, it's not really how that works. Remember, it, we're talking about the it boot it it it, it can boost um, certain. Oh, no, presence is a thing. That's right. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Let me look. the page where all that crap is. I might have it here. Well, when you find it, you can... Okay. Just assume that I have... I don't know. I have to roll to find out what the bonus is? Well, yeah, kind of. Let me... um, Maybe it's under this cheat sheet you made, Hunger and Blood. It is not. No, it is not on there. Oh, Blood Resonance, that's what I was looking for. Okay. So, something that does presence. So you need to find someone who is sanguine. Yes. Um, You might have heard. Which is horny, happy, addicted, active, flighty, enthusiastic. 
I'm sure there's an addict in there somewhere. Oh, there's absolutely addicts in there. <laughs> in so, my homeless herd. That is not a problem. Yeah. Roll, um... Where do they put resonances? I don't... Why can I find it? I would think it would be under blood. Yeah, this book is... Oh, there it is. I found it. 231. Okay. Yeah, I think you need to roll 1d10 to see how um, influenced is, it is. All right. Is it a real d10 or... Yeah, it's an actual d10. Oh. It's got to be numbers. you got to give me yeah, numbers. numbers. Don't give me symbols. I was wondering why... I was wondering why when I bought this set of vampire dice, I had one that had numbers on it. Now I know. Oh, yeah, probably. I got a seven. A seven. Okay. So it's... Uh, I don't know if that... Let me see if that gives you a bonus. Uh, mechanical effect offers... Except the thin blood alchemy ingredients. That said, even fleeting temperaments flavor the blood sufficiently to justify buying dots in their associated disciplines... Uh, drinking blood with intense temperament gives the drinker one... Ad- That's not intense, though. You're at fleeting, so um, it doesn't really have an effect. You have to roll a 9 yeah. or a, a nine or a 10. That figures. Well, all right. Just, I'm going to write down that page number so we don't have to go through this 230, again. Uh, well, let me make sure. 230, 228 is actually the page the chart I need is on. And what? Uh, anyone else doing anything for their evening ritual? Nope, just getting dressed, getting ready for the party, and I put the outfit in the Zoom chat, so you're all welcome. It is real nice. I appreciate it. I had a week to prepare. Two weeks to prepare, even. I am going to visit my pretty. Okay. So it's probably at seats January. It's probably like 7 p.m., I'm going to guess. All right. You go there. Mm-hmm. And she is there. Good. And she is awake. No, it has been a really long time. That would be so many drugs. Yes. Yeah, You. I'm assuming you didn't want to risk killing her. No. Okay. She is not. much, much more valuable to me alive. For now. Uh, so I am going to uh, f- do like a joint, like feed off her and uh, and feed her again. Okay. So you're going to take the gag off of her mouth. I am going to uh, no. <laughs> I am going to put my blood like like behind the gag. Okay. Hmm. One of those like things you give like your dog a medicine with? Yeah, it's kind oh, the, of like a syringe, like a syringes. dull syringe situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Somebody actually posted and said you, you have to do it by bite, I think. You can't actually inject them or anything. It has to be, I think, a full-on physical 
thing. That's not in the rules. And they're supposed to drink. They're supposed to drink it. Yeah. And you can like I, they can't. It's not. Hold on, because I have this bookmarked. I think. Or not. I got resonance bookmarked. Because it's not. I'm not trying to put it. this was easier to find. I, I really don't like the layout of the book at all. And I'm searching, but like, the, it has the same, like, things are repeated a lot. Oh, yeah. So it, and then it takes, like, forever to search through. To properly ghoul a creature, they must imbue the vampire blood equivalent to one blood point or more. The blood must be consumed straight from the vampire's body. It cannot be poured into a container. Oh, creature, no. The, cr- the creature doesn't have to be bound by blood, but since it's since it'll develop supernatural abilities, it's wise to ensure the royalty beforehand. A ghoul will develop one dot in potence and may later, at the storyteller's discretion, develop dots in whatever disciplines their master possesses. As long as a ghoul has at least one BP worth of vampire blood in their system, they will not age. Ghouls are strongly addicted to any vampire blood and will actively seek it out if their master refuses or is unable to provide it to them. What other ghouls need their fix, depending on whether they have spent time with the vampire BP they have uh, in their system or not. Vampire blood is spent at a rate of 1 BP per month. It can also be spent to heal wounds, fuel, BP being blood point, uh, and fuel disciplines, etc. Okay. What's a blood point in this system? It sounds like they cut and pasted it from the last version. I think they did. There is no blood points. Yeah. Okay, well, that would explain. Unless that you makes ha- no sense. Unless you have to make a... Do you have to make a rouse check? Are you, are, you're looking at 5th edition, right? No, I was just looking up here. Uh, somebody posted it online here. and I. Well, oh, that's an old version. I guess no. it's an old version. Yeah, because there's no blood points anymore. That would make okay, sense. Okay, I'm, I'm looking it up in the books okay. then. So, which I stopped doing when I'm you... I'll check the errata that Stu printed out for us. See if there's anything in here. Okay, it is on okay three seventy two or two thirty four. Two seventy four it is. This is frustrating. Or not. Or or that's not gold at all. Like, why? I hate you. Sorry. <laughs> we found, we, we found this last time. I got pumped by the index. <laughs> 372 actually has the, the ghoul, like, monster, I guess. I mean, yeah. when we're looking at it now. I'm looking up Blood Bond now. Because it's the ghoul section is right after Blood Bond. So 233... Okay. Well, I think, isn't a ghoul just basically a mortal who's been blood-bonded? Yes. Yes. But the question is, can I... Um... Ghouls... Okay, uh... 
Unlike the embrace and blood bonds, vampire blood does retain its ghoul-sustaining properties for a few days while stored in an airtight container and not exposed to sunlight. Oh, okay. uh, vampires usually only provide their vitae in such a manner after establishing a proper blood bond with the ghoul. But, and it is, it's aroused checks worth of vitae bestows the following benefits. But, for the blood bond section, it does not say it has to be aroused checks. Yeah, I think it's just a taste. It's just like a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I can bond her with my blood. It sounds like from what this says, I can bond her with my blood, like, without taking the gag off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, yeah. And it doesn't case, have to be, and I don't have to do a rouse check for it unless I give her that much blood, which I'm not going to do because I don't want her more powerful until she is completely loyal to me. Right. Okay. So you give her a... A yes. little, a little plastic kids Tylenol thing. Okay. Pretty much. Okay, not a problem. She's looking at you with abject hatred. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell her, I'm like, you are going to be the solution to all of my problems, <laughs> one way or another. We're gonna fix the mess. And it will be glorious. And she kind of rolls her eyes when you say that. And then she goes... I'm just going to sit here. (laughs) (laughs) And as she goes out, I'm just going to whisper like, I'll come check on you later. (laughs) Take care of yourself at the meantime. Are you you're sedating her again? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm. And so I did feed off of her prior to the sedation. I do not want to be all, like, high. Oh, yeah. so you're going to do that before you're going to... Oh, got it. Okay. Yes. Just that... to get, like, just uh, rouse checks worth. Right. So that I only come back down to 100 now, you have Have you two. fed on... Did you feed on her yesterday? Yes, I did. Like, you got a taste, though. Like, just a little... Did you get a taste, or did you slake hunger? I slaked one hunger on her. I got all because I I had to do the frenzy check. I got her her um, acute melancholic, and I got my uh, free XBM fortitude fortitude blah 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 blah. I got a free XB that I can spend on certain things. All oh, right, that's right. Okay. Um. And I felt my, the old power rushing through my body. Just as an aside, as she walks out of the uh, storage unit, you see the skull uh, from the uh, movie Live and Let Die, a little camera that pops out the eye, just sort of focusing on what's going on and then popping back into the skull once the door is closed. (laughs) And wave. Go about my business. (laughs) Okay. Alrighty. Uh, anyone else doing anything? Uh, I guess I'll check my messages and see if my agent got me the gig for tonight. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, I'm just going to go to the mall where I assume my suit has been delivered. 
Or no, we went and got fittings, right? Oh, yeah, you were going to... uh, Men's Warehouse or something? No, yeah, no, you're going to my tailor. That's right. So, So I guess I'll go there and pick up my suit. Mr. Finucci will take care of you. And they, uh, you, you get there, they put it on you. They make a, a few final alterations. And they get out the little brush. And they ask you, are you are, do, do you wish to leave in it, or do you wish to change back? Oh, I'll, I'll leave in it, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll just put my other, my hoodie and my other clothes in my doctor's bag, and we'll just, uh, yeah, pack that up, and then... Um, Call an Uber. <laughs> okay. Are we all meeting at the mall? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> that sounds so 80s. Are we meeting at the mall, it. dude? <laughs> Hell yeah. It's like Tales from the Loop up in here. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. Um, yeah, I mean, we can meet at the mall, or I guess, I mean, do I have to be there at any kind of certain time now that I'm, I'm working the event? Uh, well, I mean, load-in is at 9. Um, the event starts at midnight. Right, so the talent will get there at 11.45. Exactly. Yeah, okay, we're good. Um, I guess we can them all. Why not? Okay. So, you're all at the mall. Should we charter a limo? I mean, doesn't... Oh, that's right. Jim, basically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got you guys covered. Don't worry about it. I mean, I can't attend, but I can feel I can facilitate I can facilitate your guys' attendance. So I take it there are cameras embedded in a Floyd suit for you to monitor the situation. <laughs> Why do you think I had a had of a suit made by my tailor? <laughs> I mean, this is exactly why. It's <laughs> exactly what I thought. See, that's what I like. You understand, Felix. The suit's a Gucci pro. Okay, so you guys are at the mall. Anything anyone needs to do or discuss or and such? So... What's our plan here? We're going to show up at this benefit and try to ghoul as many people as possible, or are we trying to just get a lay of the land here? Are we trying to, what are we trying to do, influence the police chief? Let's not overexert ourselves. We don't need to entrance the uh, parking meter monitors. We just need to focus on the big waves. Okay. Focus on the police chiefs, the sergeants, the detectives, the ones that can actually help us. Unless right. you plan on ticketing the Atriarchs to death. Uh, it's, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what the plan is. So yeah, if we want to just start at the top and work our way down. But it, it's, uh, I mean, we're going to try to get addresses for these guys and get them in their houses at night? Or do you want to try to do it there? Well, I've managed to pull a few strings and I am working the event, so I can cause quite a bit of a distraction if you need to pull some people away. Again, focus on the big players. 
Okay. Uh, any any other prep or anything else anyone wants to do before the event? And and who who is is going to this event by the way? One. All the rest of us are like okay. just not Felix, right? Yeah, I think everyone else is going. Okay, yeah. Stork, you'll actually find that there's sort of like a little head, a little earpiece in the uh, the jacket pocket with a little note that says "Wear me." Okay. Head I can't walk into that place. I can't do it. So, can't uh, walk into you're, my, you're, you're my you're uh, my you're my proxy. Okay. So, uh, you guys take like an Uber Black, or or just taking one of. One I think of Felix's Felix's driver cars. is taking us. He said, okay. he "Yeah, has, I, he has I said am, Yeah, I'm I'm having my driver take. Got it. All right. In your 1920s, Duesenberg. No, actually, my ghoul, who does a lot of this stuff for me and is sort of my face, is in the limo for them. And he's going to the party, too. What's his, what's, had, what's his He name? actually bought these tickets. I might have that in my files. His name is uh, Richard Francis Bruce. And he, he basically plays you, right? He is actually in real life a very notable editor. Okay. Uh, and is sort of my proxy in the business. Got it. Okay. Um, Stu, I'm going to use some of my XP to uh, upgrade to Auspex 3. Okay. Nice. Um, and I'm taking Share the Senses. Share the senses. Yeah. Is that does that allow you to like piggyback on someone else and see what they see or? Yeah. Okay. You can uh, basically tap into any one or all of their senses if you, depending on what you choose. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Okay. All right. Yep. Call ready. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, are you going in the same car as everyone else, Colin? Or are you? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make an entrance, and then we'll I'll I'll go and see the get into set up for the performance. Okay. All right. So um, I don't remember where I said. Did I, did I say where this was last time? I don't remember. I don't think uh, you did. No. Give me one second. I'm just trying to find just the right hotel. Okay. It's in Pasadena, right? Uh, well, I think it was in Glendale. Oh, was it? Okay. I think it was in Glendale. Because I, cause I, the, the note I wrote down was that the, the Glendale chief of police was going to be there. 
Sorry. Yeah. I think that, I think it was in Glendale. So I'm going to say it's at the Hilton Los Angeles uh, in North Glendale. Which is technically across the line that the Anarchs say is now their territory, by the way. So it's in Anarch territory? Uh, according to them. Yeah, but what they consider. Road and this, the- yeah, there, there was, a, I don't, was it Wilson Avenue? I don't remember which, or Broadway. There was one street, East West Street, they said everything above that they now consider their territory. Doesn't matter because what they're trying to do is carve out part of our territory. So it's in exactly. our territory. Right. And it's actually it's it's a ways it's actually north of the one thirty four. So So you pull up and they've got um they have the red carpet out and there's there's all kinds of press there. I mean it's not like it's not like the the Oscars or anything like that, but but there's you know you see a bunch of people and it's you know a bunch of ugly politicians because it's people who aren't pretty enough to be in show business, right? So mm-hmm. um, and you see a, a bunch of people standing out talking to each other and the car pulls up and the valet opens the door for you and lets you out and people start taking some pictures. Are you wants? I think, yeah, let's, we're going to do this, we're going to do this all in. I'd like to try to awe some of the people taking pictures. I don't want my matron in the paper, just relax. Okay. So I want to try to get their attention. All right. So I'll, be, I'll be using awe, which I believe is charisma and... I think it's manipulation. I have the same power, and I think I wrote it down. Let me see. It's under presence, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, manipulation and presence. Oh, manipulation and presence. Okay. Versus composure and intelligence. Great. Okay. Too many things and not enough space. Uh, Manipulation and presence. I got two successes. That would be three successes. Okay, there you go. Cool. So a bunch of photographers start taking pictures of you, and then um, one of them says something to uh, one of the reporters, and a reporter comes over, print reporter, comes over and says, and and asks for your name and uh, contact information because they'd like to have a conversation with you at some point after, if you would be amenable to a brief interview. Oh, I'd be very amenable for briefing of you, but perhaps for tonight. I'm planning on a uh, bit of a recovery for tomorrow. These events always take quite a bit out of me. Uh, but perhaps I can meet you later this evening. Sure, absolutely. And she gives you her, she gives you her card. Perfect. And her cell number. I'll be in. I'll be in contact. Okay. All right, so you guys go in, and there's a you know the, the big sort of entryway on the way to the the, the big grand ballroom, and uh, and they're sort of aligned along the entryway. They have um, one of those silent auctions where there's a bunch of stuff. There's like artwork and signed books by authors, and and signed CDs by recording artists, and all kinds of stuff like that that people are going down and putting down there putting down their bids and writing their, their name and email address next to it. And then on the way into the 
the uh, the hall or the the, the hall itself. Um, you go in, and there's an enormous chandelier, and there's a there's a stage set up opposite of the the entry, and uh, um, they have. What, what exactly is it you do? You play you play cello, violin. Uh, violin. violin. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, are you? Uh, what, what is your act? What, kind, what is your act like? Is it like? Uh, are you like a, like a concert violinist, or are you like? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a concert violinist situation. So, um, so a lot of classical music, um, you know, solo pieces. Sometimes you do it with a piano, but he is the the focal point. Okay, all right. So do you you have like, um, you have like a, a, a pianist and maybe like the the rest of like a string quartet or something that you that you book or? Yeah, let's go with that. That's okay. that'll be fine for this event. It, it depends on the event, but for this kind of thing, you'll have a. A whole combo. Okay, all right. So you see that they, you, you see a couple of them up there, kind of finishing up, setting up. You don't go on until later. Oh yeah. But uh, and it looks like everything's set up. Um, and the place is pretty full. There, uh, it looks like there's about maybe eight or nine hundred people here. It's pretty packed, and and they've got you know those those sort of temporary walls they have in between ballrooms to make them smaller. All mm-hmm. those are. Or folded away and, and put away, and it's just a, a big, long, enormous hall. And there's and there's a bunch of banquet tables, and there's a there's a they've brought in a dance floor, and uh, and there's three bars in the place, and you know, waiters and uh, wait staff are running around uh, extremely hectically, bringing people's rubber chicken because it is a banquet, even if it is five thousand dollars a plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's Glendale. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to anyone who lives in Glendale. <laughs> okay. And uh, you can spot, like, kind of sitting at a table, sort of to the left of the um, of the dance floor, adjacent to it, um, you see uh, what is probably the police chief. I don't know if you really know who what he looks like, but he's wearing... Obviously, a dress blue cop uniform, and it's got a bunch of stuff all over it. You know, it's got epaulets and all kinds of dangly things, and and the little what are those things? Little rope things that they put over the epaulets sometimes, and that kind of stuff. And he's got stars on the collars, so clearly an important person because there's a bunch of shit on his uniform. <laughs> what are those? That's Sam knows. What are those rope things they put off the epaulets? Are they cords? Yeah, the the braids. They do have a specific name. I don't remember what it is, though. Last time I saw anything like that was when I was in Weeblos. <laughs> that was in the 70s. Weeblo guy. <laughs> Walking around all self-important. <laughs> yeah, we had him for something. I don't remember what it was. All right, so so I mean, you 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 see him, and then you you realize a lot of people are going up and talk to him. There's almost like a line set up to go and sort of talk to this guy, because um, this is kind of his pet project. Because he there, there's the it, it's called the uh, it's called the um, the Midnight Orphanage, and it is who is honking outside. It is um, uh, it's sort of his pet pet fundraiser that every year he holds he he arranges for this for this uh fundraiser banquet 
And so a lot of people coming up, a lot of um, uh, sort of uh, like police detectives and uh, uh, commanders, lieutenant commanders, people who are sort of up in the echelon of the police department. Not like beat cops, obviously they're not they're not spending five thousand dollars plate, but some of the the upper people and they all they're all standing in line to make sure that he sees that they're there. Okay, what's our move? Well, I think he's a little busy now. We're gonna have to maybe wait till the line dies down and one of us can intercept him later. Or try to get him alone, or both. But I mean, there's nothing we can do now. Are there any other secondary targets we might, we might want to try to influence? It looks like a lot of people are here. I mean, is is the mayor here? Uh, make a. What did we figure out that was? Or can we have Felix do like a? cursory search to see if he can find a guest list? Yeah. Oh, sure. I can do that. Okay. What do you want me to roll? Tech, what would that be? Technology and wits? Sounds good. Don't want hunger Two hunger dice, sir. Um, yeah. I got a one on my non-hunger die, a nine, and a two. So you got one success. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're easily able to find the, the guest list. The mayor's here. The um, vice mayor is here. Most of the city council's here. Um, the fire chief is here. There's a couple of officials here from the county. Um, there's a few celebrities. Um, lots of media people are here as well. Also, some business leaders from the community um, are here. There's, there's people here from... There's uh, representatives here from JPL... And um, a couple of the uh, major hotels in uh, in um, uh, Glendale, and then also um, there's a representative from the Chandler family here because they do a lot of that kind of stuff. All of these people would be nice to have in our pockets. Um, just pointed question to everybody: Wasn't there something connected with the fire department? Wasn't the wasn't the chief fire chief police found burned in Griffith Park? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we remember why? <laughs> they thought it was suicide. Right, but was he connected, or he he had discovered that the arsons were, or that the accidental fires were arsons? Is that what it was? Uh, I think if you go to losangelesintelligencer.com, you can yeah. read, there are several articles, and I believe that there are one or two that feature him prominently. I think I it was remember that. Los Angeles County Fire Department as opposed to the City Fire Department. But yeah. Ah, uh, all right. Was killed in the a freak auto accident. Um. There's a couple other links I followed the other like when we were still all meeting back in Stu's house. I remember I was on my phone looking through them, but uh but that's county, not city. That was a, it, that was a county fire department. Okay. Um Chief Rossi. Yeah. They were originally saying it was a natural gas explosion. Um, there, there's a, the previous, the previous uh, news story that has him, that, that he is quoted in, because it would take you guys a while to find it, because there's a quote buried on January 6th. 
let's see, what does it say? Uh, initial, might actually still have that. Initial reports from our right here. quote. Initial reports from our fire marshals do not indicate natural gas explosions, said LA County Fire Chief Darren Rossby. Um, while we cannot rule out natural gas explosions, we have found certain evidence that leads us in different directions, Rossby said. Rossby refused to comment or give any more details, saying our fire marshal forensics lab is investigating this evidence, and we expect their report within the next day. Right. So, basically... And the next day he was killed. Or died, yeah. mysteriously. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, Floyd is right. Many of these people would be great to have in our pocket. Where should we start? Do we know if any of them are already connected to our leadership? Um, I mean, we can't be the first people to think of. No, no, of course. Of, well, you know, I mean, even if it's not like to the extent of ghouling, like there's no way that by tradition and custom, you can be reasonably assured that it would be safe to ghoul anyone who was a Glendale um, politician or operative within Glendale because uh, that's your territory and for someone else to ghoul them would be poaching. Mm-hmm. As far as like the county officials uh, depending on which county department they're in they're probably in someone else's coterie uh, and then of course obviously um, anyone f- from Los Angeles City that would have been in Miroslav's territory. So the safest oh, people... Oh, that past tense. Right. <laughs> but that would... Well, the, the safest would be Glendale, but, you know, who knows? And that does bring up the question about whether any of the... Uh, if there's any rival vampires here at the party as well. Yeah, it does, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, thinking about using my... Uh, well, do, is, are we able to use Sense Unseen to kind of scan the crowd and see if people are vampires? Uh, I, I don't remember. I only remember the old way. Um, sense Unseen. Mm-hmm. There it is. Let's see. How does that... I gotta say, PDFs, man. Uh... It's more to. I don't. Well, they can sense presences otherwise hidden from the naked eye. And whenever there's something supernatural hiding in plain sight. And that's really not what we're talking about. Because yeah. you're, you're talking about looking at someone and seeing whether or not they're a vampire. And that, that, I mean, that would. You could make a perception roll to be. Or what would that be? Probably uh, awareness roll. To yeah. be to be like reasonably sure that someone is or isn't depending, but you're I mean you're looking at all the basic stuff. Are they you know what what is, is their skin pallid and yeah things like that. Um, I mean somebody has heightened senses, don't they? I think uh, oh I do. That's me. 
<laughs> I mean, because there are all kinds of things that we do to make ourselves not look quite as dead. Right. One thing is- that we never do is start our hearts, right? Well, are there things that'll, there are things that allow us to eat and drink, right? We, I mean, yeah, but I have to throw it up later. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying people that are redu- reluctant to eat, eat and drink in one of, those, one of these events might be someone that we keep an eye on. Uh, oh, well, we're not eating and drinking either? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, if there's cute, if, if there are cute canapes, I will eat those. Cute can't. <laughs> I can't avoid small food either. For some reason, if it's small and cute, I have to eat it. <laughs> That's a quote. I can't avoid small food. <laughs> yeah, it's, what is it? Blush of life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That requires a rouse check. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll make that rouse check. Okay. Yay! Nope, did not make that. So I can do it, but I get a hunger. You have a hunger, and, and so, you look more human. And Blush of Life, just because I'm looking at it right now, it says generally allows a vampire to consume food and drink without vomiting it up to, uh, for up to an hour. Uh, without a vampire, so must make an immediate composure plus stamina test. Difficulty three to be able to get outside and, or to the bathroom in time. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, like, that's like what we do in Shadows when the guys are yeah. right? I can't eat <laughs> chips. My favorite food, and I can't eat it. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you now look... And how many how many hunger dice do you have now? Two or three? Just two. Okay. I, I was down to one before the game started. I uh, seated my rouse check in the morning. Got or in the evening. Okay. So you've got... Uh, oh, you've got like an hour and a half before you go on. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll make a heightened senses roll and see if I can pick out anybody who doesn't seem like they belong. If I can spot any wolves in this flock of sheep. Okay. Uh, so it's wits plus resolve. Or yeah, yeah wit, wits wit, plus resolve. Yeah, you don't have to, there's no rouse, just wits plus res, just, yeah, wits plus resolve. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry, so it's something that automatically happens. But I have to make a wits plus resolve roll if, like, something loud happens or intense light happens, oh, so I can turn so it, it off. It's just on. You just add aspects to your your aspects rating to your perception rolls. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you would be making, I would say, intelligence plus awareness. Okay, intelligence plus awareness and aspects. And, and and I'm gonna say you probably need. Mm, probably at least three successes. Because this well, is I'm rolling four four dice, so we'll see how this goes. Okay, and don't forget your hunger dice. Oh, I've got both of them in here. Okay. Don't you worry. Half of your dice are hunger dice. That's awesome. Uh, that's only two successes, but no hunger issues. Okay. Um, uh, there's there's you see someone sort of uh kind of off to the side of the. The, the the entry doors that where where you came from looks a little suspicious to you. Could be sick, but they look a little a little pale. Okay, um, Floyd, when you go check them out, I mean, if they're sick, I don't want it. 
is what okay. Colin thinks. Okay, why? They seem suspicious. They might be one of us. We need you to go investigate. Oh, okay. Maybe make sure they're on the up and up. Make sure they're not pushing on our territory. If they're an anarch, maybe kill them. Or a Floyd. How do I find that out? <laughs> Ask them. Okay. I'll go with you. <laughs> I'll go with you. It's fine. Then Wyatt looks at the camera. <laughs> or, you know, what might actually be better is if you, if, if Anna Sophia went with you. I suppose I could. Send the Malkavian to shepherd the Bruja. That's great. <laughs> like, I got I got no heightened senses. I got no skills at figuring out who's a vampire and who isn't, unless they attack me first. So, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't really either, but... You always take someone's pulse. I, yeah. yeah, you're a doctor. <laughs> I, oh, right! Yeah. That's where's pretty your, subtle. Where's your stethoscope? Yeah, that's, right? that's why I picked Floyd. Because he's a doctor. <laughs> Okay. I find it amusing that we can't identify ourselves. <laughs> Weird. Like, We're not very good vampires. Yeah, there's a whole thing in, in Chronicles of Darkness, New World. Mm-hmm. Like, when you come up to a, a vampire, there's, like, immediately this sort of... Like, like whenever... It's like whenever two predators come come up to each other, they both size each other up. So, you, like, I think in, you instinctively know when you're confronting another vampire. And there's a whole thing that happens. Because that makes sense to me. Like, like more of that, you know, into the Spider-Verse, you're like me business. Right. Yeah. So, so as you start to approach, um, uh, it's a man. He's got long hair. Um, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's got, it, it's, his hair is black, but it's got a couple of shocks of white in it. And um, you notice as you walk up, he kind of turns and he's wearing a priest collar. But he's oh. but he but the the but he's not wearing a typical priest suit. It's like a dark like a charcoal gray, not black. So he's probably not a Catholic priest, but he is some sort of denomination that's wearing a collar. Hmm. Okay. See, it's perfect. I put my outfit in the chat uh if anybody hasn't seen it, but um I can't look at the chat cuz then everyone sees the chat because they're, oh, yeah. we're ripping we're ripping off of my my window, so fair. I can't, I can't see anything. Um, so. You have to look at it later. It's a very fancy nun habit, formal, uh, and a, the only way you would know that it's a satanic nun outfit is if you look very closely. <laughs> I'm living for that high collar. It's everything. I know. It's right? pretty my, fantastic. My friend Claire designed it, and it's very good. I definitely want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so we're matchy. Let's go chat with him. <laughs> he also looks young. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm well, I'm gonna hit him. Technically, I'm gonna hit him with an awe. Oh, you Aww. okay? Hold on a second. Oh. Mm-hmm. That is why under, I use the cup. under presence. Under presence. So manipulation versus plus presence versus composure plus intelligence. Two successes. 
Three successes. Oops. Always, Stu. You always do it. Sorry. Amazing. Well, I'm also ro- not rolling a shitty mortal dice pool. It's intent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just told me what I needed to know. <laughs> but he he uh, he sees you approach, and what what is your um, uh, Anna Sophia? What is your what is what what are you what are you wearing right now? Can you describe it to me because I can't see anything. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it is like. Traditional kind of long floor length, uh, black and white nun habit. Um, the habit itself it has is like peaked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here, let me pull up the photo again so I can look at it. Um, it has like gold embroidery down the edges and like a you know waist chain that's very long. Okay. To so very obviously look like a nun. Oh yeah, okay. she's super like a nun. Excellent. Okay. So as you approach, um, uh, he kind of he turns and he looks like he's about sixteen, maybe. Mm, okay. Um, c- still kind of has baby fat, kind of ruddy cheeks, and uh, he he turns and he, he sort of scowls a little bit at at Floyd, and then he sees you and he says, "Oh, sister." Ah. Very nice to meet a woman of God in an event such as this. Oh, yes. It's always lovely to see another person of faith at one of these. Indeed. And he extends his hand to you. Okay. uh, I will shake his hand. She's wearing gloves. Okay. And he says, uh, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Apostle X. Apostle X? It's a moniker. Oh. Oh. Um, I am Sister Anna Sophia. It is lovely to make your acquaintance. Um, And this is my friend Floyd. Uh, We're just enjoying the festivities and making the rounds. Excellent. This is a a fine and worthy cause, I think. Oh, most definitely. Um, Are you local? Oh yes, um, I have my my parish is in uh, is in Burbank. Ah, and what's the name of your uh, church? It is a um, it, it's called the Knight Church of Christ. I bring the good word of God to those who come out at night. Oh, wonderful. I host many evening services myself. And FYI, I came up with this NPC before your... You came, you, really? You, yes. I love it. It's one of the first NPCs <laughs> I made when I started prepping for this game. <laughs> awesome. Um, now, when I shook his hand, was his hand warm? No, it was not. Ah, okay. Great. Fantastic. Um, let's see... I would like to, um, can I make an, uh, I have a insight specialty, mm-hmm. vices. I want to know kind of what this guy's deal is just while I'm chatting with him. Okay. All right. Um, let's use manipulation and, uh, the, your etiquette. What does a specialization give you an extra die? Is that what it does? Do we remember I think that? so. I think it was yeah. one. I think it was one. 
I think it's one extra, yeah. Yeah, it's one extra die when you get to apply it. Okay. okay. So manipulation and insight is That is going to be, uh, what am I looking for? Sevens and above or sixes and above? Six. Sixes and above. Okay. That is going to be four successes. Ooh. Wow. It's a tie. <laughs> wow. That goes to the player. Still, you roll like a mother. Yeah, I, I rolled a, a yeah. four, two, nine, 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 eight. Wow! Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Are you sure those were nines, not just upside down sixes? No, the lines, <laughs> the lines on the bottom of the, the curly part. It would still be successes. This yes. is the problem. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you, you got you, you kind of get a weird vibe from this guy. Um. Clearly, okay. he's a kindred. Yeah. Uh, as you're talking to him, he talks a lot about how he is sort of, um how the the um, the Holy Ghost will uh, inhabit him and provide him insights into God's will. And he see, you, you kind of think he's describing sort of a a probably rare flavor of um, a Malkavian sort of premonition. Uh-huh. Uh, and as far as vices go, um, he... He is un. As you're talking to him, you kind of you you kind of understand that he's unwittingly he because he talks about himself because um, he used to uh, he started preaching when he was like like seven years old and his parents mm-hmm. took him around to like tent revivals and things like that and. Uh, you, you you realize he's be, kind of become a parody of himself, a parody of whatever his faith was prior to this. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, and he doesn't seem to know that or understand that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, and uh, so Burbank is in Anarch territory, right? It is. Okay. Great. But he's. He's about a Malkavian. Is that the vibe we're getting? Yes. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> and Malkavian's a part of the Camarillo, right? Not necessarily. Ah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can be any clan being in our. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, Stu, I want to grab a couple of actual still images off of uh, Stork's lapel cam of this guy. Okay, no problem. You have those. Yeah. Um, let's see. He seems very interesting to me, but um, I don't want to mur- So I don't want to murder this guy. Hmm. I think I'm just gonna have kind of a what's probably for Floyd a boring theological chat with this guy, and then uh, like tell him to enjoy the evening and. Kind of be like, we need to keep an eye on this one. <laughs> okay, all right. And you get the impression this guy's a true believer, as you yeah. as you as you're talking to them. I mean, he's definitely definitely believes what he's saying. Yeah, because um, she also has lots of visions too. So I think they probably connect on that level. Um, and 
I think she would just be be like, you know, I really enjoyed talking to you. I would like to have another conversation with you about this sometime. Well, of course. And he, he hands you a, a card. Excellent. I have a couple questions for him as well, since we're all mm-hmm. standing there having a conversation. Yeah. Not, not drinking. Um, so, Reverend X, uh, how how big is your flock? Oh, uh, Apostle X. Um, on a on a typical, um, my, my, I have a one one a.m. service on Sundays, and I would say I will typically get twenty five to thirty uh, faithful who will show up. And then I also do I also do a Wednesday night as well. Plus, we have a soup kitchens on Monday nights. Oh, so you help a lot of the homeless? Oh yes. One must do good works. Yes, indeed. Now. It's it's interesting to me that that you would be here. Then, are, are, are you working in conjunction with the police? Well, no. I'm. I, I was invited here. I, I I do not have the resources to to have afforded a five thousand dollar a plate dinner. You see, but um, I was I was provided uh, I was provided a, an invitation as a member. Well, that was that was very generous of, of your. Benefactor? Indeed. Is he one of your disciples? Um, at times. He strays occasionally, but uh, I think deep down he has a good heart. A heart that's been touched by the Lord. He's not going to tell me who it is, then, is he? <laughs> uh, he is not, no. Yeah, you're, you're definitely, <clears throat> yeah. He is definitely not being forthright. Well... I have a, a genuine interest in the homeless population as well. Is your benefactor here that I might talk to him as well? No, no, he, I'm afraid he was not able to make it. That's one of the reasons that I, that I was able to. He, I see. He had a prior engagement, so. Oh, well, that's a shame. Yeah, it is always so lovely to meet others who support the community. Oh, and... Uh, another time, perhaps. Of course. It's very much a pleasure to meet you, and you, t- you too, uh, Mister Floyd. You too, as well, Apostle X. So, as we leave, I'm going to scratch my head. Like, and have he I ever his, heard of Apostle he, he X? He puts his hand up and he closes his eyes and says, "May the Lord protect these two people." And he does a little prayer as before you uh, part ways. Do we feel anything? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't start bleeding from my eyes or anything, then, right? No. Mm-mm. No. I'll return with some Latin that is uh, vague enough to not convince him that I definitely worship Satan. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now, since he does seem to interact with the homeless at all, have I ever heard of this guy's name? Amongst Um, my herd and amongst the homeless population where I've been living for the last 50, 60 years? You know what? Roll your dots in herd plus um, intelligence. Dobson heard. That's the one that I have. Oh, two. All right. So two and five. Is this a blood dice moment, too? Yeah, always. <laughs> Three successes. If I could make you use blood dice for rouse checks, I would. I'm Three sorry, su- two successes. <laughs> two successes. Okay. Um, you have heard there. there is a, there, a couple of... 
not people in your herd, but but they uh, they have mentioned the fact that there is a church in Burbank called the Night Church of Christ that on Monday nights serves pretty good pretty good meals. And I just dismissed it as a normal church thing. Now I'm beginning sure. to remember that this guy actually has been doing this for a while. I mean, what do I know about it? Um, you probably, you probably. I don't know how long have you been in this area. 50, 60 years. Okay, uh, this is something you probably <laughs> would have heard uh, in the last few years. Let me let me see if I can find. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is something you probably started hearing a year ago. Maybe a little longer ago than that. Okay. Uh, here's one other question. Since this is basically my hometown, I've been here 50 or 60 years or so, are there any elderly surgeons or doctors at this event that uh, I recognize? Oh, interesting question. Yeah. I got two successes on three dice. Sure, yeah. Um, an, An old colleague, retired now. Um, what, what 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 kind of medicine did you practice? Uh, see, I wrote it down somewhere. What's the what's the blood one? That's uh, hematology, I think. No, no, no. It was um, hematologist is a no. I didn't pick that one. I picked a pathologist. So you studied diseases. diseases. Okay. Um, well, let's let's say he was he was a hematologist. Perhaps. Well, he, I really, then I really want to avoid him because I haven't changed much. Okay. I mean, I think I think I think my backstory is that I faked my death or whatever, and because and haven't been seen since. Okay, so that would be awkward. But it has been like fifty years. Awkward. I mean, yeah, that's been a long time. Probably wouldn't not have. to mention now you have the homeless chic thing going on. Except I'm wearing a suit at a at a <laughs> high class party, which is where I used to frequent. That's the chic part. <laughs> Okay. Who knows what's going through my head? <laughs> so, who wants to try to ghoul someone? I'm assuming <laughs> that's why you guys are here. Yeah, that's why we're here. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll try to ghoul someone, but I want to wait for a time when, when you know, I can get them alone. I'm not necessarily going to jump on them in the middle of the table. Okay. Here, so, um, I'm assuming you guys are keeping an eye on the police chief. Yes. Someone is. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Chat with Apostle X, and I'm going to go to wherever like our table is, as long as it's line of sight with that guy. Sure. Um, and I would like to try out my new Share the Senses power on him. Oh, excellent. Okay. Just like, sit like I'm enjoying the festivities and uh, take a joyride in that guy's brain for a little bit. Excellent. Uh, try it like you stole it. That's under <laughs> Auspects. And where is that? Did I? There it is. Look at that. Uh, Resolve plus a cost to rouse check. Okay. Did you make your rouse check? What is it? Six and above? Six and above, yes. Okay. I'm a little parched, but. uh... Okay. Then you make a resolve plus auspex. Uh, and it's a difficulty three, so you need three successes okay. uh, in order to do the thing. 
Oh, I got two. Oh, hold on a second. There's a lot of hoops to jump through with this power. Oh, oh, so it has to be line of sight unless the the person has some of your blood. Or no, unless... Yeah, they have to have some of your blood. Then, then you don't need line of sight. Okay, got it. Well, I only got two successes, so not this time. Okay. The only, the only thing you know is he has to pee. <laughs> you were able to glean that, and that's it. Perfect. Yeah, you, you got the sensation of a very full bladder. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'll just tell everyone the police chief is going to have to use the men's room soon. Someone wants to wait in there. <laughs> um, well, I could. It's just uh, I'll be hanging out in there for a while. Everybody will see me. There's a way to do it without being seen. If only there were yeah. stalls with doors and bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Re- pretend like the uh, charity dinner didn't agree with you. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll go wait in the bathroom. Okay. Let me, you can uh, you can let me know through my earpiece here what's going on. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So about like ten minutes later, you can see him. You can you guys can see him from across the way. He's fidgeting, and he's really he's still got a line. And then finally, he kind of puts his foot down and says, "Oh, excuse me for a moment." And he just stops paying attention to anyone, and then and then heads off to the at one of the side doors because the 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 restrooms are in. The, on the side hallways. Then he heads to the restroom. I'll let him know that he's heading his way. <laughs> okay. Right. The eagle is urinating. Is there, is there anybody else in the bathroom? Um, no. Perfect. <laughs> so you're in a stall? Uh, I'm gonna be pretending to wash my hands. Okay. Yeah. Pretend you know you could actually just wash your hands. I'm gonna wash my hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're not a witch. You won't turn into no, no. You won't melt. Okay. Um, so you you see him come in, and he heads okay. over, he heads over to the row of urinals. What's uh What's the deal with um? Oh, I think I called it up with pushing. Uh, you make a uh, rouse check, and then you add blood surge, right? Yeah, uh, depends. What you get out of it depends on your on your blood potency. What's your blood potency? One, two, probably not three. Two. <coughs> okay, so you can you can gain uh, with a, ra- a rouse check. You can gain a die. Okay, I think I'd like to do that. So to, making a rouse check to I in, see any it. any physical pick pick a physical attribute. Strength that I'm or pumping up? Yes. Uh, that would be... Oh, manipulation isn't physical. Nope. Oh, never mind then, because I really... It needs... I was trying to pump up my... Uh, so I could awe him more, but that's a mental thing, so... So blood surge only works for physical stuff? That's weird. Yep, it always has. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to try to nail him with an awe. <coughs> okay. Which, uh... And I got one success. 
Let me find that real quick. Hold on. That's presence. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. And that's versus composure and intelligence. I got two successes. All right. Willpower. Willpower. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to do with the blood search. Is the willpower? We can do it. You can always because willpower allows you to re-roll three dice. Yeah. You take you take a superficial willpower damage, so like a one, okay. one line, and then you can re-roll three dice. All right, up so to re- up to three dice. I'm going to re-roll two dice then. Okay. And I got um, two more successes. Oh well, that's three. That would beat his two successes. Perfect. So he is odd. Um, Let's see what this is. Add, pre- oh, add presence rating to any skill roll involving persuasion. Persuasion or performance, as well as to other charisma-related roles at the storyteller's discretion. Anyone aware that they're being affected by can try to resist with a contest of composure versus intelligence, manipulation presence. On a win, the target can resist the effects for one scene. A critical win makes the target immune. Uh, once the power wears off, the victim reverts to normal duration. One scene. Okay, so it, basically it, it allows you to add your presence to any persuasion or performance roles. So whatever it is you want to do, he's impressed by you. So now you can exploit this impressed state and see if he's amenable to other things. I'm going to, yeah, say, excuse me, sir, I couldn't help but notice. Uh, there's a, I'm a doctor, and I've... Uh, Notice that there might be something. Can I take a closer look at your at your neck, there, sir? It looks like there might be a growth or something. Can you, have you had that looked into? A growth? What? what? Hold up, hold on a second. Let me look, and I'm going to get in closer, and I'm going to bite. Okay, all right. You can totally do that. <laughs> um, go ahead and make you sneaky fucker. Go, <laughs> make, oh my god! Have you had that ball looked at? <laughs> it might Literally. be a melanoma. Uh, so how does it now? How does this work? Have you got the page up there for? Yeah, really? I'm looking at it right now. Uh, biting normally requires a minus two die penalty, uh, but I'm going to say in this case because he's being very trusting and like, like oh, what's wrong? Do you, is it? Does it look? It's not yeah, answer, it, is literally. It? That's right. It. Yeah. So I would say let's waive the two die penalty penalty and go ahead and roll. And that would that if I'm is that a brawl? Is it's that a, be is it? brawl? I think, I'm assuming it's going to be brawl plus. Strength, but let me make sure. That's awesome if it is. Mortals. <coughs> uh, uh, yeah, strength plus problem. All right, shouldn't be a problem. Two successes. Okay. Um, okay, now let's, let's stop here for a second. Okay. So you're going to feed on him. Uh, I'm trying to ghoul him, so whatever that takes. Do I have to give him some of my blood so do I, some of my vitae goes into his wound as I normally they have I to bite him? Normally they have to ingest it. So I thought by biting him I could... I could my vitae, I think, isn't that how that used to work? No. If that's true, then I'm not going to. Okay, that's why. Gonna... That's why I'm asking. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Normally, you have to, you have to feed it to them. 
I mean, I suppose you could go in intravenously. Um, it might be difficult to like push your blood into the bite wounds because you're dealing with his blood pressure and its want to come out. So that might be kind of difficult to do. I mean, I can have you make a roll to see if you can do it. Okay. If this is the case, if it has to be with blood, then I'm gonna would have, I would have had to have prepped all this stuff ahead of time with syringes because there's no other way that we would have been doing this other than like knocking them out and dripping drip, dripping blood into their mouth. Well, sure, it, yeah, they can do that. It makes sense that if you were draining them of blood after biting them, they're gonna be weak to the point where right before you let them go, you could potentially put some of your blood in their mouth. That's true. Yeah, I mean, if you drained him enough where he, he like is starting to become a little incapacitated, then he could, he could probably just do it without... I wouldn't even make, have you make a roll. I would say that there's probably at least a chance that he may end up having a medical complication or may die. <laughs> That's a medical complication. It's the ultimate medical complication. Right. Well, okay. Well, then we'll just do that. Okay. Since I, I so, didn't state ahead of time that I drew vials of blood... To, in order to do right. this. So, well, I was under the impression this was all through bite. So how, I many, how many hunger dice do you have currently? One. Just one? Okay. So you're going to have to drink more than that to get him to the point where he's sort of groggy. Yeah. So, uh, and you do that and then uh, then you're able to sort of dribble in his mouth. But he is now, you kinda, you're kind of holding him up now a little. Yeah. All right, well, I'll dribble some of my blood into his mouth then. Right. Hopefully that will bring him back, because once he becomes <laughs> vampire blood, don't they get the whole... Nah, this isn't true blood. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't heal you. I thought I read somewhere that they, they get a whole, you know, potence thing going on. That's If you feed him a, if you feed him a rouse check's worth... Yeah, I are can you, do that. Are, do you want to ghoul him or feed him a rouse... Well, you're not ghoul... You're not... You have to hit him yeah. three... You have to hit him three times... At least three times to get a good blood bond, right? Because I guess yeah. now you can have the blood bond rating can go all the way up to six, I believe. Yeah. So it can actually be more than that. So more is better, but it only takes a taste. It doesn't ha- doesn't have to be a rouse check's worth of blood. For me to blood bond. If you him. give him a rouse check's worth of blood at this point, you're going to be imbuing him with power, and he is only only blood bonded to you by one point, which is which ain't much. Right. You'd probably want to uh, blood bond him more. Yeah, let's just do the blood bond thing then for okay, now, so rather than ghouling him. So, one, okay. so you blood, he's blood bound, blood bound for one. It's not like a separate thing. Like the blood bond is what, like your ghouls can get more power if you give them a rouse check's worth of blood. Right, right. But the blood bond is what like makes it like mortals who are blood bound to vampires are ghouls. Right. And even just one taste kind of addicts them to it. Right. But they're or at all... least that's how I'm reading the right. but, I mean, this but... section, which makes almost no sense. Right. Uh, it is really confusing and not very complete. It's really right. just sort of open-ended. Like, yeah, yeah, a... yeah, you can bond them and they do what you want, except that this is what, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming somewhere in there, there is an opportunity for a, a ghoul to resist doing something they don't want to do when they're instructed to by whoever they're addicted to. And it, I'm sure it involves that, that blood bond rating. So having a blood bond rating of one is not going to be as good as having a blood bond rating of six. Someone who has it at six probably was going to do whatever you tell them to do, period. At one, 
if you tell them to go murder someone or right. do something like that, they're, 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 there's probably a pretty good chance they're not going to do it. <clears throat> but it's a start. Yes. And you can only I can only give them one a day, right? So I can't like give him three or four. I think it's once level. per night. Yeah, once per night. Okay. All right. Well, well that's the best was. we can do for now then. Okay. <clears throat> so you kind of go set him in one of the stalls. And, yeah. Because he's still woozy. And now I'll clean up for sure. Right. <laughs> and head back out. Okay. All right. So that was the Burbank police chief. That was the Glendale police chief. Oh, Glendale. Oh, sorry. Daniel Abernathy. Daniel Abernathy. I guess I should write that down since it's now my guy. You know who else would be handy to have is the uh, Glendale coroner or medical office. Medical oh, office. Coroner is always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a waste of time when we've been able to get what we want without having to expend the effort. Well, what's nice about them is they can tell us when empty bodies show up, and they also have access to medical stuff that and information. Both police and and medical. Not to mention that if a body were to turn up and they were in our pocket, we could have them put the finger at the atriarchs who are trying to take over our area instead of us. Yes. I wonder if a representative of the coroner's office is here. If not, maybe I could have the police chief arrange an introduction. That is a good idea. Mm-hmm. At least she will open many doors for us. To start, while while we're here, are there anybody is there anybody else though? I mean, it seems like a great opportunity to gather as much support as we can. Oh, I'm I'm planning on hitting a couple of them. I'm just waiting for my performance to get out of the way. You know, it's terribly nervous to get before a show. <laughs> you get nervous. <laughs> Was uh, Apostle X? The only kindred here besides us? Only one that I saw. Yeah, I I think he's the only one that checked, right? Well, he's the only one that can check. And Stu's back. I'm back. Okay. Um... So we were just asking if uh, maybe there's a representative of the coroner's department here? Uh, Chief medical examiner is here. Yeah. Chief medical examiner would be very handy to have. How many people can a ghoul in one night? To give them the, 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 the one level of blood bond? Mm-hmm. A lot. I, I probably wouldn't make you make a rouse check until you've done like probably six or seven people. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's just a little taste. Uh, well, so, let's, let's not let you have all the fun. Perhaps Anna <laughs> Sophia or uh, 
Lakshmi may want to pick up a, a ghoul or two. Really, the coroner department might get tricky for me because I might actually be recognized by some medical professionals if I keep going, coming and going through that office. Uh, if not colleagues of mine at the time, even who knows? I'm just a little afraid. But certainly that seems up Anna Sophia's alley. I was having... just thinking that I could use a new supplier for my catacombs. <laughs> Turning out of crafting materials. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, is there a Glendale coroner about? Well, yeah, the, the uh, Dana Compton, who is the chief medical examiner for the city of Glendale, she's one of the people who's here. She's one of the VIPs. Lovely. Well, let's go chat with her. Okay. She's in, looks like she's in her maybe late late fifties, short hair, gray, thin, kind of short. Mm-hmm. Has a kind of a real sharp look to her. Oh, okay. What's her name? Dana something? Dana Compton. Dana Compton. Alright, well, let's go chat her up. Okay. Shock of shocks. There's not a line to go talk to the coroner. <laughs> <laughs> She's got such an interesting job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Does she look bored or anything? Yeah, well, she's yeah. sitting. She's sitting there. She's she's sitting uh, with um, her date or husband. You don't. You're not really sure. She's not wearing a ring. You don't see a ring in her hands. Ah, okay. And they seem to be talking and 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 drinking champagne. And I mean, there's you know, like five or six other people around the table, um, and they she seems to be chatting with a few of them. So okay, well, I'll just join their table like it's not a weird thing to do, and sit down and start talking to her. Okay, all right, you can absolutely do that. How do you want to open the conversation? <clears throat> uh, let's see. They're talking. Just... They're, they're talking about funding and budgetary problems in the medical examiner's office. Oh, okay. So she's clearly talking to like other officials in the in the government, and she mm-hmm. seems to be like kind of doing like the hard play on someone who's maybe a controller or something like that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I deal with many budgetary concerns in my church as well. It is so difficult to balance the needs of the public with the needs of the bank. It. It it is, but I mean, <clears throat> what we what we do is, is a, a vital service. Oh, absolutely, most definitely. And are you not getting the resources that you need in your department? Well, our air conditioning system has broken down. Our refrigeration system broke down two days ago. That was a mess. We oh have, goodness, it would we, be. We have corpses in in freezer trailers right now. Wow. You know, uh, I mean, I am, of course, happy to help out the community in any way I can. And one of the things that the the church does is care for the deceased. So it is particularly close to my heart. Um, If there's anything we can do to help, you know, provide space for storage or anything while you're in this time of need. 
Well, make it like a charisma. <laughs> I have a uh, let's see, persuasion. Yeah, charisma persuasion. Okay. Manipulation? Can I use that? You can, you can use manipulation. <clears throat> Alright, I got one more dice of that than persuasion. Alright, I got three successes. Okay, that's way more than she got. Um, she says, well, you know, we have quite a few John and Jane Doe's, and hardly anyone ever looks for them. So it would, you know, it actually that would actually be, because our parking lot's full. We've got nine trailers in there right now. Wow. So if you have a place where we could park one of those trailers, I mean, we, we wouldn't have to take care of it or anything, but just a parking space someplace, that would actually be wonderful. Oh, of course. We, ha- we have a, a large lot. I would be happy to donate the space. Um, maybe, uh, you know, you could come by and, and see the space that we have and if it's suitable for your needs, I would be happy to. Well, certainly, yes. That would be wonderful. Perhaps tomorrow morning. You know, uh, we have a busy day planned for the church during the day. How <laughs> early can you come? Um, five? Five? Out of character, is the sun up yet? Then? It's right on the border. I mean, okay. Uh, let's see. Would four thirty work for you? I start. I'm sorry. I start my day very early. You know, the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I could be there by four thirty. Oh, that would be fantastic. Um, excellent. And I'll. Do you have a card? I will. You know, text you the address and everything. She gives you a card. Excellent. Perfect. We'll go over in the morning. Okay. And I'll, you know, make my hellos and goodbyes and get out of this conversation. Alrighty. So it's probably getting close to like 2 a.m., which is when you're supposed to go on, Colin. Cool. Also, <clears throat> yes. I want to basically instruct my ghoul to make introductions as well. He's fairly well known in this area, being my proxy, so uh, he can facilitate you guys talking to people if need be. Just realize that. Okay. He's a film editor, right? Okay. Okay. He's a very prominent film editor. Got it. Okay, Colin, what are you performing? Uh, I am performing, because I like the irony and the, the obviousness of it, uh, we're going to go with the Dennis McCobb. Okay. Um, however, I would like to use a couple powers here. Mm-hmm. I would like to first use Fleetness, because I want to start the song at normal tempo and slowly but surely increase the tempo to get to a superhuman pace. Nice. Uh, I was just looking to this up, and I just put the book down. That's like a, f- uh, that's a f- is that a free thing? I think that's a free No. Thing. Oh, it isn't. Oh. No, it's a level two, so I think it's a rouse check. That's celerity? Uh, yeah, celerity. That's the presence one. Fleetness. It's level two. Cops yep. a rouse check. Uh, add celerity rating to the dice pool. For non-combat dexterity tests, once per turn, the user may also do this when defending with dexterity plus athletics. Duration, one scene. Uh, okay. So my rouse check was eight, so I passed that. Okay. 
So that's good to get that going. Um, during the show, I'm going to be... I'm going to try to awe as many of these 900 people as I can. That's all I requires them being in my presence. I want it to make it very easy for myself to start ruling people after the show. So I want to get that extra boost. Did, now, is that a... Can you do many people with that? Uh, anyone in the presence of the vampire finds their attention interestingly drawn to them. Got it. Those listening to the vampire speak might suddenly <clears throat> agree on such a state, blah, blah, blah. Uh, while this power doesn't cause rapt infatuation, it is still strong enough to sway the minds of most mortals. Okay. And that's going to be manipulation plus presence. So that's three for manipulation, three for presence, and then two of those become hunger die. And then I'll roll for the actual performance. That's right. Roll the off. Or do you want me to roll the performance first or the off first? Pardon? Do you want me to roll for the performance first? Yeah, or do, the yeah first? Uh, do the performance first. Okay. That's probably going to be many more dice. Um, okay, so that's three for performance. I'm, gonna, I'm guessing this is charisma or is it manipulation for the performance? Uh, probably charisma. Okay. And I get one extra die because I have a thing in strings. Take two of those die away. And put in some hunger dice. And here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six successes. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> so everyone is super impressed with your performance. And when you get to the part where you start speeding up, you, you, you had to kind of simplify the rest of the the rest of your, your your backup musicians had to sort of simplify their parts in it for when you start mm -hmm. speeding up <clears throat> because there's no way they're going to keep up with you. Yeah. And, uh, and then by the time that it's over, that you get a, a rousing standing ovation. People are just amazed. Good. Lovely. I will... Um, I'll go to the mic and say something to the effect of... Um, Thank you so much for the opportunity to perform for such an amazing charity. Um, I'd love to speak with any and all of you. Uh, you can find me at the bar. Okay. And I will, I will go and begin holding court at the bar. Okay. Do you want to make your presence roll now? Yeah, let's make that. that okay. Roll. And it add, a, add, add two dice for your performance. Yeah. Okay. So that's manipulation. Six successes is sick. Yeah. Presence, <laughs> two for performance, and then sub two goes out for. Okay, so let's see what that looks like. One, two, three, three successes. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm. I used to like say how many people you would get with each success. They don't say that anymore, do they? Oh yeah. I don't think that. I don't think that. Let's see. Presence rating and User requires difficulty two. Was it was it by people or was it just how many resisted? It's like you got as many in the group. I don't know. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. You know, you're probably right. Because I seem to remember Sam Blue steal a bunch of people once. Just and how, how many successes did you get? Three. I got three on the awe. So. Basically, what that would mean is uh, it, people can try to resist, and if they resist, I just don't get to add my presence to any Got it. Uh, social checks I make with them. Okay. 
So, so you 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 leave the stage and head to the bar, and like five people follow you. Great. Anybody who looks important. Um, the mayor's wife. Yes, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the owners of Golden Road. <laughs> That's for those listening at home. That's a a, a brewery slash pub in Glendale. That is the owner of Golden Road was actually actually had a television show for a while. Oh, um, really? I guess she's an Olympic swimmer or something, but also like beer brewing. Anyway, long story short, she went had this national televised show where she went out and sampled beer, and the winner got to brew at Golden Road. She was outsourcing her brewing, which is pretty smart. I forgot what it was called, Beer Hunter, I think, or something. Oh. Well, those days are over. Guess who owns Golden Road? Yeah. Anheuser-Busch. Bush. Bush. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They're still really good, though. We'll say it's the manager. Okay. Um, uh, there is a, uh, a police detective... And Stu, um, mm-hmm. I also sent a message out to the group going, hey, um, if you can get mailroom and IT managers. <laughs> Make a roll here. Oh, three successes. Uh, the Postmaster General for Glendale. Oh. Um, no IT people here, $5,000 tickets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Where is the lot? <laughs> Might be some programmers, but probably not IT people. <laughs> so that's, that's four. We'll say the other, the other, would I say seven people followed you or six people? I think you said five, but I'll take seven. I said five, one, two. Th- so there, w- there's one more person we can determine that later. Okay. Can't I'll be, can't be someone. I'll let you determine that. Can't be someone super influential, but it can be a handy person at a at a, at a moment's notice. Yeah. Um, what about one of the lesser Chandlers? Oh, okay. All right. A lesser Chandler. I, I have noted. <laughs> you need a much, much better success to get a greater Chandler. Yes. <laughs> well, if I if I take him out and start having him fight other wealthy heirs, he'll eventually evolve into a greater Chandler. <laughs> and eventually Chandler's hard. Dire Chandler. <laughs> Two more hit dice, man. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll take him to the bar. I'm basically holding court okay. and uh, kind of laying on a bit of my rags to semi-riches story. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to garner their sympathy 
okay. and get them really, really interested in me. I'm trying to look for patrons. I'm trying to uh, also probably try to seduce the mayor's wife, because why not? Okay. Uh, she'd be a great person to have. If I can't ghoul her, I can at least blackmail her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's she could she could be a patron of the arts. Come on, you know. Well, I mean, yes. But the bottom, the bottom rung. Patron. <laughs> bottom rung is patron of the arts, and then we'll go up from there. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I don't know what kind of roles you want me to make for that conversation. Oh, just give me like uh... persuasion. Yeah, persuasion plus manipulation, or no, persuasion plus charisma. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I get to add my presence. And two hunger die. And give me five rolls. Okay, okay. Don't forget your hunger dies. Oh, they're in there. Trust. <laughs> uh, and they rolled really low, thank God. Um, one, two, three. Three successes on the first one. Mm hmm. And then. Uh, really? One success on the second one. Mm-hmm. Now we're up to the police chief or the police uh, police detective. Okay, that is one, two, three successes on that one. Mm-hmm. All right, we got. Oh, I got two tens. Is one of them red? Well, they're all red because all my dice are red and black, but they're not the hunger dice. I'm sorry. No. So <laughs> What's your hunger dice? Tens, uh, a one and a seven. Okay. So it's one, two, so th- three, and then two tens. Three. So two tens is actually four successes, correct? So it's, that's a seven. Okay, right, seven. <laughs> and that's the postmaster general of Glendale. Oh, good. I am happy. To hear that, to and now the lesser Chandler. Four. <laughs> that's a that's a dirty six successes, no doubles. Six successes. Yeah, I have a, a ten, a nine, two sevens, another nine, and eight. Okay, I have all of those noted. <clears throat> and at some some future future point, I'll 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 slack this to you so you can, at some future point you can figure out who you want commensurate with the number of successes you got. Lovely. Um, Perfect. That sounds that sounds good. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm, I'm going to be at the moment. Maybe a uh, oh, if you allow, I'll, I'm going to. I would like for one more die for the the one for the mayor's wife because I'm going to slap a seduction on there. Okay. All right. That's an eight. So whatever from the mayor's wife is, that's one more success. So that's four successes. Yeah, and we're making making the real pretty, the real pretty uh, bedroom eyes. Got it. Mayor's wife. Okay. And she isn't amenable to your um, advances. Lovely. I will. Uh, I will set up a date with her for the following evening. Okay. Okay. All right. Anything else anyone's doing at the the fancy dress ball? I would like to 
Um, so everybody we've targeted so far has been Glendale based. Yes. <clears throat> Who's here from Burbank? Um, mortals. Uh, yeah. Let's see. The probably. Hmm. Uh, there's several several uh, um, executives from several production houses, television, movie places in, based in Glendale. If you want to go for something like that, if you're looking for political people. Political. I mean, as as fun as it would be to you know target the head of Universal Acquisitions, <laughs> uh, it's not going to do us a terrible lot of good at the moment. Maybe later. <laughs> uh, there is there's there's no one from like the the mayor's office, city council, anything like that here. In fact, there are. There, there are like city council people from Pasadena and Alhambra, all the surrounding cities, but not specifically not Burbank. Um, there are, there is um, like a senior police detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the highest, highest official that's there. Hmm. But it's almost like there's almost like a void of of Burbank influential Burbank officials. Interesting. So the only representative from Burbank here, like real representative, like not someone's, you know, police arm candy, is Apostle X. If you want to call him a representative of the city of Burbank, yes. Well, no, it's, well it's representative in, of the of the faction that matters. Oh, yeah, in that sense, yes. <clears throat> cool. He's too. Mm-hmm. Through my ghoul, can I start asking around who invited uh, Apostle X? Sure. Subtly. Um, does, you don't have any stats for him, do you? Uh, that was not a requisite of it, okay. but do, uh, maybe do, I could use my stats that's what I'm in thinking. his stead. Yeah. Uh... Maybe insight plus manipulation? I got two tens, but one on a hunger die and one not on a hunger die. (laughs) I got a ten and a nine on my hunger dice. I got a ten, one, one, five. That's, on my non That's a messy success. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> lose one or more stains, breach, masquerade breach, or lose one from an advantage. If none of these apply, it's just a mess. Hmm. So you're asking around about Apostle X. Yeah, I'm just trying to find out who invited him to this. Right. <clears throat> um, okay, you succeeded, so I will, I will tell you the information. Maybe that can help frame how this turns messy. Apostle X was given the ticket that was actually provided to the mayor of Burbank by the mayor of Burbank. Okay. Trying to think of what would be the best way. Because I don't know if a stain is appropriate because a stain through my ghoul doesn't really fit. Right. 
if I might be allowed to mm-hmm. proceed here. This is the perfect time for a masquerade breach. <laughs> like, let's be real. You're asking about one of the kindred, and you're trying to find out who invited him to this party. I mean, if you want to tell me to shut the fuck up and mind my own business, oh, no. I'm down with that, too. I was actually heading towards the same direction. Uh, I just am trying to come up with a convincing way for that to actually be the case. I mean, what piece of information could be divulged here that would be a breach? And I'm opening this up to the entire table. I just think that the fact that he he's only really interested in, in him a lot raises some suspicions. He's, he goes around and basically asks six or seven different people about this guy. And, and a couple of them compare notes and go, hmm, I wonder why he's so curious in him. Yeah, but... I don't see how that's necessarily a breach of the masquerade, right. unless uh, the unless somehow the the this guy's identity as a vampire is somewhat exposed. You know what? We could co- sort of have this happen more in a meta sense. Maybe you're talking on on your cell phone to your ghoul, and you're like parked, you know, a block away or something. And someone overhears the conversation, and you say some things that maybe you weren't supposed to, say, you shouldn't have said. So someone's overheard something that, the, for, on your end, not the ghoul's end, that sure. they shouldn't have overheard. And then I can just leave that up to you, and you can okay talk with me in whatever which way you want. That's your second masquerade. Man, I'm being sloppy. <laughs> well. It's not going to come to anything because currently there's a whole power mismanagement going on. No one's going to notice. They're all busy trying to figure out well, near a slob anyway. Okay. Uh, and speaking- um, Go ahead. Sorry. I just never finished kind of what I wanted to do. Okay. I want to see if I can get... Um, I'm going to go introduce myself to Apostle X. Mm-hmm. And during the course of the conversation... At any time that I might be able to, uh, shake his hand. Oh, sure. With both of mine. Okay. Except I'll, on my way up, I'm going to puncture my index finger. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's kind of a convoluted thing I'm going to try to describe. It's like, you know how you shake someone's hand and then you put the other hand on the outside, like... Yeah, the double shake, An emphatic shake. Right. So my left hand will have a like a puncture in my index finger so that I can smear a drop of my blood across the back of his hand, like around the wrist. Got it. Okay. Hopefully covered by his... Well, he's wearing a long cuff. suit coat, so you could actually extend your finger up a little into there if you wanted to do that. Yes. Okay. That is exactly what I want to do. All right. Um, how about manipulation and subterfuge? And that was a lackluster roll. Mm-hmm. Finally. <laughs> so. He only rolled five successes. <laughs> Just I one. know, right? Just one. So I have one, two, three, and 
Can I say that I'm trying to project some innocence here? Sure. Awesome. I got three successes. Okay. All right. That is enough. You are able to plant a small small uh, smear of blood on his right wrist. The outside of his right wrist. Wonderful. What, is, what does that do? For um, her, it can do tons of things, probably. Okay. <laughs> For me, specifically, uh, at the moment, it can allow me uh, any time between an hour from now and a week from now, I can have his blood vessels burst and his lungs fill with blood. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's superficial. It's fine. <laughs> Bad craziness. Now the, the blood, the blood has to remain there, correct? No. Oh, it doesn't. It just has to have touched him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because otherwise, like the weak thing would be kind of gross, right? We do assume right. that people bathe. Uh, well, vampires says, may not need to bathe very often. It says before proceeding with the ritual, the victim must be exposed to the caster's blood, either by drinking it, having it touch an open wound, or even their bare skin. A single drop smeared across the arm is enough. Okay. Wow. You don't fuck with Tremere's. Apparently <laughs> not. Shit. I mean, it's a rough... It's a rough spell on me as well. But, like, I can cast it three times in a row. That's, that's impressive. Okay. Alrighty. Let me make a note of that. The note reads, Pooja equals OP. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, even her little spit thing is really impressive, but as she pointed out last game, it's like she's still got to jump through a bunch of hoops for it to work. It's like you got to roll three or four different times. Yeah. yeah. For every, every ritual requires, like, I have to roll, I have to do a rouse check, I have to succeed on an intelligence plus blood sorcery roll. On this one, I have to... Um, make a resolve plus blood sorcery versus stamina plus resolve. And then the damage is the margin on my wins. So we can be terrible. Right. Okay. I put Apostle X has uh, Lakshmi's blood on him. She can fucking murder him at any time. Okay. <laughs> Just a week. Just for a week. But you could also like track Within... him as well and do other things with that blood? The... No, I don't need his blood to track him. Okay. I need to have seen his face. That's right. Or an image of his face. Okay. You notice I try to take pictures of everyone that we might need to track at some point? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because this one is like a... uh, But... That's well, the other thing. Like the target must be known by face by the caster, and then I see it's tw- like twenty four hours of visibility of like what they did or like really where they went, and then that's like another two rolls on top of everything else. Well, so being at this party is really useful for you. Then, if you just go around and make the rounds and introduce yourself to all these high powered people in Glendale, you will have met them, know their face, and then honestly, I don't have to meet them. Like high powered people are in the papers. Yeah. 
Well, and like one time I drew a photo, I drew a picture for you. And, and it was good enough that right. uh, yeah, that I was very, able to use that to to track somebody. That's very cool. Hey, um, is my police chief come back to his table yet? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, next time he sort of gets up to go do something, goes to the bar or whatever, get some food, I'm going to sidle up next to him and um, say, I, I need to get your phone number in case I need to get a hold of you about this homeless problem we've been having. Okay, yeah, you can totally do that. He'll give you his, your card, his card. Yeah. Well, I, I need a private cell phone is what I need, not his office phone. Oh, his cell phone number's on his card. Oh, okay. Yeah. My door is always open to people who are trying to help the homeless. And anything else? Um, going once, going twice. Um, uh, Felix, you get a text from Scully. Uh, it says, um, would like to have a meeting with you and your coterie. Are you available? Question mark. This is at probably right. like 2 a.m., 2.30 a.m. Yeah, I'll, I will reply to him immediately, uh, saying we are currently uh, conducting some business at a charity fundraiser. Uh, once that is done, I will uh, talk to the rest of the coterie and be back to you immediately. Okay, thanks. Bye. With a little skull emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make say my goodbyes to my my new rabid fans. Get some contact information. Take a couple selfies. You know, do the whole schmoozing thing. So I have ways of getting in contact with them. Okay, no problem. You got a collection of cards and scraps of paper with phone numbers on, and also names in case you want to know who these people were. I'm sure I will eventually. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so you guys head up back out to your car and head back. Yeah, I'm going to check to make sure no one's following us. Okay. Good. Make the awareness uh, in, in, awareness with. Should know this by now. One, two. <clears throat> Don't forget your eye. Two success. Ooh, I got one fail on the hunger die. One skull on the hunger die. Uh oh. What's a skull? Is that a ten or a one? That's a ten. No, the double crosses. I think is the ten. Well, maybe it's a. Is that the fail? The it's skull a fail. Is? What? How many successes did you get? One. Okay, so that's. Tell you what the it, fail is. Custom dice. <laughs> oh snap! Um, well, the the critical success is the stabby thing with the two stars. It's it's that. Yeah, that's look, the that's, fa- that's the critical failure. That's anything like a success there. Yeah, no. that's the critical failure. Yeah, but okay. I got one other success, so so you're fine. Um, there is a there. You do see uh, what looks like a limousine following you. Uh. Okay, um, I'll alert the driver that that's happening, and maybe we should take the long way around, or uh, 
Or, uh, yeah, do you guys have any ideas of what we should do? It looks like this limousine is following us. Um, we should jot down the plate number of that limousine. And or look it up. Read. Okay, you can... Uh, Yes, we should take the scenic route. Okay. So you get on the 134 and head kind of towards the zoo and then maybe back around the 5, back south on the 5 or something. Something kind of out of the way. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And is it definitely keeping up with us? Uh, it is for a while, but the driver's like, do you want me to lose him? Yes, what yes. are we doing here? Okay. But we do have a plate number, right? Yeah, you've already got mm-hmm. the plate number. Um, and Felix, you're at a computer station somewhere? Uh, I... I thought I was just in another car lurking, but I have my laptop with me. If you have your laptop, can you run this plate number for me? Uh, sure. It's just so hard to do on a phone. Make your, make your, yeah, it is. Make your wits uh, technology. You got it. Mm. Three successes, nothing came up on the 100 ice. Okay. Uh, it is a rental limousine. It, it Apparently it belongs to a livery. It's a rental. Where, where do they rent out of? Um, Glen, uh, Glendale. Okay, so did he lose them, or are uh, they still with us? What rental service is it? Um, I'm blanking on a name. Well, we could just make it blah, and I'm just Delu- looking their website up. Deluxe Vehicle Rental Place. DVR? <laughs> <laughs> No, let's make it Lux. There you go. Lux, yeah. Lux Transportation. And it, you, you probably know of the place. It's, it, it's, it's not in Atwater Village, but it's nearby. It's the sort of place that you'd probably, you probably pass when you're driving around in your haunts. And I'm like, do you still have eyes on him? Yeah. Is there a livery number on the bumper? There is. Well, we can send it to him. I report the livery number for reckless driving. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Felix and I are so on the same page. And I give them a, lo- a GPS, sort of like a, a, a GPS location as to where he is now. Okay. All right. And yeah. uh, and then he immediately starts slowing down, and, and your driver is easily able to to uh, to shake him. He gets off the freeway, goes down one of those kind of scary underpasses over by the by the zoo, and then comes out and gets back on a different road. And bring, where, where is he taking you guys? By the way. Probably mm-hmm. to either pick up Felix or to rendezvous at Sully's. I mean, I'm in the SUV. They can just drop the everybody off into our car, so they don't. We don't 
go to any fixed location that they can track. Okay. And yeah. uh, then we can go from there. So yeah. yeah, we'll just maybe pull over some place. Vehicle exchange at the at maybe at Griffith Park. There you go. Yeah, like the parking lot. Yeah. That that's big enough and out of the way enough. Maryground parking lot number two. There you go. That's where all the hikers meet. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you pull into the parking lot, switch cars, and now you're all in the SUV. Except your ghoul, I assume he's in the limo and being taken back to his... Yeah. Okay. Um, I yeah, share... Sure. I'm going to share the information that I got uh, uh, about the, uh, the limo company and also let him know that Scully wants to meet with us. After a lull about maybe five or seven minutes of no one really saying anything. Wow, great concert, Colin. You're amazing, Colin. That was the best voice you've ever given, Colin. Oh, come to think of it, it was quite good. You're correct. (laughs) Now you're just tickling my FOMO. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you had as, as good of a view as any of us did. I swear, I said pulling things get a compliment out of any of you. Compliments are earned. Did you not fishing? Did you not see the horde of people surrounding me at the bar up to that performance? I feel that was well earned. Have you seen what the kind get up to nowadays? Hardly a major feat. Yeah. Colin will uh, give a little head switch and uh, sum himself back in his seat. Okay. In all honesty, Colin, you created a thing of beauty. And that is something that lasts forever. Thank you, Felix. I cannot wait to see you as the new sheriff. Speaking of, the sheriff would like to speak to us. Well, all good things must come to an end. <laughs> as long as I can be back for my 4.30 a.m. date with the coroner. Well, if we make it very quick, I'm certain we can do that. Yeah. And Felix, if I didn't mention it before because we were busy, I do believe you could win a fiddle contest against the Dark Lord himself, so... You are... So incredibly kind. And coming from you, that is quite the compliment. Oh, no, no, Colin, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Here, I thought you were casting shade. I was like, ooh. No, I was not casting shade. I was trying to do a compliment, but I got my character names mixed up. <laughs> it's all good. We're, we're red on that. Would it have to be in Georgia? You know, it could be anywhere. Uh, Satan does go. He is present at, at all times, so... I believe the crossroads was the important part. When necessary. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... I'll go ahead and contact Scully and tell him we're on our way then. Okay. He says Well, he, he, he says he can come to you if you want, if you prefer. Okay, great. Yeah, meet us. At, where? Yeah. Uh, Neutral ground. Yeah. So actually, we're at Griffith Park. Oh, okay. All right. So, about 15 minutes later or so, he, he comes up. 
So, how's it going? Well, the evening's been going fairly well so far. Um, but uh, you, you had something urgent to communicate to us? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, this evening uh, we were able to get a couple of people into the the cave complex that got uh, firebombed. And um, <clears throat> we didn't find any sign or any uh, sign of remains of Miroslav. Well, that's quite heartening that hopefully he's alive and well and just in hiding. But why he hasn't communicated with us is a mystery. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if someone took him. That was my thought. If they, he was kidnapped. Like they tried to do with our... Uh, the Senate? No, not Senate Shaw. Uh, Justicar. Mm. Or Palmer? Yes. Yeah. That is worrisome. Is the Justicar missing as well? No. You, you, the Justicar was the one that you guys found staked to the side of the hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he went off with Marislav, so... No, he... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, you're asking Scully. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So, no, he's... he's um. Uh, he was he was out of town. He was involved in some kind of raid or something. Hmm. So he's 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 back now. When did when did this explosion in his lair happen? Daylight hours? Yes. Uh, not yesterday. The day before. Was that right? Is that correct? Yeah. I yes, that's, that's right. correct. Yeah. Well, how is the investigation going other than not finding a body? Have we tried to contact him or yeah inform? yeah his his um his wife um what's her name I forget her. Not uh, Miroslav had a wife well mm-hmm. she's the Tremere. yeah georgina Prime, uh, she's been trying to um get a hold of him somehow, and um, it's not working. And that kind of worries me a little. She can't track him. No. Did he have any animal friends that might still be around that you can talk to? Mm, no, that explosion was pretty good. It, it pretty much got everything that was in there, I think. The thing is, Mirthlob might still be alive, and... Um, I don't know if I don't know how uh, closely you're watching the pulse of the glittering night, but uh, there are some factions that are starting to form. You know, not 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 surprising. No. Right, it's a power vacuum. But if he's still alive, then it would all be default back to him, right? If, if well, we, well, you would think it would about default it. back to him fighting to retain his position once he's mm-hmm. disappeared. Also. I mean, the longer he's gone, the weaker his position gets. But, and none of that even touches on the fact that the Second Inquisition is working with the anarchists. It doesn't right. wonder what they would benefit of keeping him alive if they do have him. What are they going to do, ransom him back to us? Him, no, but him being gone and unknown keeps us in a state of, as they said, power vacuum. 
Yeah, it's the perfect way to keep our faction in a complete state of distress with no solid leadership in fighting within ourselves to to solidify a solid leadership gives them the opportunity to encroach in our territory without us being able to really defend ourselves Mm -hmm. since our eyes will be looking in to those who would stab us in the back. He's also centuries old and whoever whoever ordered this kidnapping might want to feast on him without... He is a very low generation and that could be a motivation to just take him instead of kill him. He also has Um, a lot of knowledge. Yeah, and out out of character questions too, when you diablerize someone, do you actually take some memories? Do you take some information or do you just take their power? Uh, I think you take their power mostly. <clears throat> I think you know what? I actually have that page up. You get uh, you, you get a boost you to have, your generation you of blood potency. Plans? No, it's just it's right <laughs> next to blood bond. <laughs> oh, the fact that you have diablery up does quest- make me question things. Uh huh. Yeah. No, it's next to blood bonds and ghouls. It's all part of the blood thing. It's the next page down. A likely story. Sure, Stork. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, really yeah, it's right here. Diablery, page uh, 234, committing Diablery effects. Uh, Diablerus loses a point of humanity. They then roll a contest of humanity uh, plus their own blood potency versus the victim's resolve plus blood potency. Every success of, gives the Diablerus five experience points to immediately spend on increasing blood potency to a maximum up, up to the victim's blood potency or on disciplines known by the victim. Should the roll fail, the Diablerist, uh loses an additional point of humanity for each success by which they failed. If this failure erodes their humanity to zero, the prey's mind replaces the Diablerists. Oh, the ooh, that's interesting. Um, <clears throat> they become the host body uh, of the blood and personality of the target becoming a uh, NPC. If the victim was of a lower generation, the Diablerist lowers their generation by one. Black veins become visible in the Diablerist aura. It doesn't say anything about getting, but the 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 it looks like there is a, a battle of wills that goes on there. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so you might you might be able to get some uh, memories. You're certainly able to get you know the ability to use disciplines. So. Right, because it, it does say here on the number one two or on two. It's uh, they must roll a contest of humanity. Uh, then the prey, if they fail, the rep- the prey's mind replaces the diabolus. Right. So there is some. They're in know, there at least for a while. Right. There is some rummaging around in each other's head. Interesting. That's that that, that that's a huge deterrent to diablery, though. Is <laughs> <laughs> you may end up being a, yeah. It's like well, oh, I failed. Here's my character. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We would have eaten way fewer people in Mode of Sin. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, Scully, uh, more to the point, what, what would you like us to do? Well, what I'm doing right now is I'm really kind of polling people to see what where they stand on things, because this could get really ugly. You see, by tradition, the Seneschal is in charge until Miroslav either comes back or he is presumed dead, and then, then there is a, then there's a struggle to to, to determine who is going to declare practice. But the, the the problem is, Georgina 
she kind of thinks that uh, maybe she should be in charge too. And you know that army that Marathlov got? You know those? She controls it now, right? Yeah. And I don't know if you know that, but they're kind of scary. Like Second Inquisition scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second Inquisition scary with a whole lot more information about our own inner workings. Yes. But with a leash, which is the most important thing. What so, you're saying is we need to get Maris Love back as soon as possible. If he's out there, that would save us a whole lot of problems. And if not, well, prove it. If we can't and get then it or whatever. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Well, I, I think Lakshmi is correct. You know, I don't want to get involved in this. I just want to solve the problem. And But the thing I'm getting from you, Scully, is that you're asking us what side are we on, right? Well, what I'm asking you right now is... Will you remain loyal to Mirathlov if Mirathlov is indeed alive? I sort of look around at the rest of the coder. I want to make a roll. Okay. I'd like to make a politics Camarilla roll All right. to give the most non-committal answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. <clears throat> So I'm not sure what attribute that would be, but I have I have politics and specialization Camarilla. Uh, let's make it politics and wits. Oof. Okay. All right. Uh, that is three successes, two sixes, and eight. Okay. Um, so you basically said, well, you have no. Camarilla has a long, long and storied tradition, and I think we should follow traditions and blah 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 blah. And you know, we should always do the right thing and make sure that whatever we're doing, that it's the right thing. And you know, <laughs> you basically spend a lot of time saying nothing. Uh huh. <laughs> Basically, a good version of the the Miss America speech. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think Politics it's an issue that's very, very troops. important. And freedom, and right. and freedom and liberty, and and the troops, and, and justice um, for everyone, mm-hmm. and apple pie, and the troops. Okay, he's still waiting for an answer from the rest of you. Well, I think Colin has really summed it up very well. <laughs> Agree. I mean, that was brilliantly said, and you know, I think that we just need to stay the course. Uh, concentrate on the task at hand. Uh, make sure that we resolve all of these issues before we move too far forward and not overextend ourselves, cover our borders, and uh, simply uh, try to carry on the best we can. Right. Okay. So, currently, Paul Morphy is in charge because that is that's just the way it works. So he's the man that we rescued from certain death? No. No, Paul no Morphe's he's the seneschal. Yeah, he's my protege. My protege. Oh, okay. 
Uh, we've been very comfortable kicking instruction and dealing with him, uh, and I, I see no problem with that, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Though it looks like we're kind of on the same page. Now, now can I ask, if Georgina were to come to you and um, ask for your uh, support or loyalty, um, what do you think your reaction could be to something like that? Are you asking me about the private communication between my primogen and myself? No, not at all. No. I'm talking more on an official level. I would tell her that our thoughts and prayers are with Miroslav. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I can't okay. take more credit for that. Thank you, Bude. That was brilliant in the chat. I had to use it in. So a vote on that. That is brilliant. <laughs> Yes, we will definitely be all be playing. Well, at least I will be praying to the Dark Lord for his safe return. Okay, great. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I wanted to hear. One I other... mean, of course I will use all skills at my disposal. Excellent. Um, all, all being said and done, I'm going to tell you this. I very much desire a return to the way things were before all of this came down. I was very comfortable and I was very happy. So I am. it is in my best interest to maintain the status quo. But that is only me. Excellent. Now, um, have any of you <laughs> seen Anna Tremont? Not for a couple of days, no. The last time we saw her was the day that the Anarchs invaded the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. I communicated to her that uh, we spotted some Anarchs in our territory and we probably took care of them. But that was the last communication I had with her. Did you get? Did you hear back from her? Uh, I'm going to pull up the text where it just says shit from her. Okay. Like This was the last thing I got from your hound. And that was what two nights ago? Two or three? Mm-hmm. It might be three. I think it was. Yeah, we two. Because yeah. it, no, it would be the night before Miroslav disappeared, right? So Correct. Three. Okay. Yeah. Tonight, night, night. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, because we, we had the the invasion that wasn't great, where we captured the Anarchs in the parking lot of Golden Road. And that wasn't last that, night. That was the night before that. Correct? That was, but that right. was the same night because the Miroslav yes. people were patrolling the Rose Bowl, and that's when we ran into Anna Tremont. She goes, "I don't know if you've noticed, these guys are really scary, right, or something." Well, that was the night before. Yeah, that's when I ran into her when I was setting up. But when you texted her, it was the next night, and then we captured those guys, um, set up, like tried to go to the meet with the witch. The next night, we captured the witch. So it was two nights ago we heard from her? That okay. That's, what I, that's what I think is two nights. Okay. Well, we, I haven't heard from her since then. She's kind of MIA now. She, she's MIA a lot, but now she's been MIA for two days in a really big crisis. So if you guys see her, I cut, you, don't even, you don't even need to tell her I, I need to see her. Let me know where she is. Whose job was it to ensure Miroslav's safety? Hers? Oh no, that would that would have been his 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 private army. The the I can't speak that language. Yeah, not to 
not to broadcast any judgment, but leaving your security to kind. Yes. Well, I think he can trust them more than he can trust a lot of other people in the in the glittering night. And who do they answer to now? Georgina. Interesting. So the people that were in charge of keeping him safe are now working for his wife. Yes. And she bears them no ill will for failing in their duties. Um, I I don't know. I haven't really talked to her. Um, she's kind of holed up uh, downtown. Um, she's kind of been hiding, but um, she's she's basically kind of taken all of them with her. There's about 30 of them. Well, let's hope they do a better job at protecting her than they did him. Yes. Yes, heaven forbid she used the resources at her disposal to protect the uh, area that Miroslav is supposed to be in charge of. What a, what a great ruler. Potential ruler. Looks like we're on the same page. All right, guys, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and he goes right off. All right, now that he's gone, let's. T- it's time for real talk. <laughs> uh, I'm perfectly willing to uh, question our um, ice cream slinging friend about what she might know tomorrow night. Now, if you're going to hold someone somewhere that is safe from the scrying ability of your clan, it might be reasonable to think that a pocket dimension would be a great place to hide someone like that? Exactly my thought. But tomorrow night, she'll be fully mine. Very good. And I, uh, trust. Trust is such a strong word. I enjoy the belief currently that she will be of great help to us and to me in particular. No doubt. I did learn, oh, it's been a busy day. I didn't have time to share with you that my new pet priest, Father, what's his name? Uh, O'Leary. Father O'Leary. Not second inquisition. Um, Does have some contacts there that we may be able to exploit. Hmm. I uh, managed to uh, impress a handful of people at the gala uh, and currently have a delightfully scandalous dinner date with the wife of the mayor tomorrow evening. Adultery? What a good sin. Well done. Well, all work and no play, such and such. Well, I don't know if there's much coveting involved here. So this O'Leary, this priest O'Leary, where is his church based out of? Uh, it's on the Mount of Sin, actually. So was he there when all of that drama went down a couple of years ago? I'll have to ask him. And he seems to know a lot about vampires. Yes, uh, his sect is a... They don't hunt vampires, but they do assist them. Oh, so he's got connections. Yeah, exactly. Why that hence the connections to the Second Inquisition and... To- uh, vampire hunters in the area. So it could be very useful. Right. I wonder if they're all based on the Moda Sin then, if that's where he is as well. 
and the delicious irony that he's in, that he's involved with rituals to remove uh, blood bonds and then becomes blood bonded himself. I know it's very good. Mm. So one more thing, and not to um, sound like Scully, but um, where do we stand with this whole power struggle? Well, we should get, if nothing else, let's find out if Marislav is being held in a pocket dimension somewhere, stashed away, or not. Because if he, if he's just being held somewhere and we free him, then that is an obvious, amazing boon of power for us. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that could, could be going on. It could be an inside job. Maybe his wife orchestrated it since she actually seems to have the army under her command now. Uh, they failed in their duty. It seems odd that she would trust them, but whatever. Uh, the other thing is that the people that are in charge of finding him may not be that, want, may not want to find him. And are yeah, doing they a, may not be very motivated to find him. Exactly. They might have interests of their own that they want to. So, yes, if we were to find him, that would be good for us on one hand, but bad for us on the other. If those that want, mm. I mean, part of me thinks that the status, like, as you said, the status quo was great. Everything was fine. I'd like it to go back to the way it was, but I don't know if that's possible. I am not embarrassed to say that a highly old, a, a Tremere of some considerable age with a personal army um, does make me squirt the musk of fear. <laughs> Gross, but sure, accurate. That, that's very florid language. Right. I'm sure Georgina would actually appreciate it quite a bit. Mm. I'm just saying we need to tread lightly here. Um, it, it, it does seem that there are monsters on every single door of uh, one of our doors. Mm. True. I agree, However, in, which is... at least in this case. Retrieving the Brents can generally just work in our favor because we'll be able to claim ignorance of any kind of cross purposes. For now, it's just rampant speculation that uh, anyone else in the Glittering Night had anything to do with Miroslav's disappearance rather than the anarchists working with the Second Inquisition which we know for a fact and have the proof of. Right. They may not have had a hand in its appearance. That doesn't mean they're not using it as an opportunity to seize control. If they do attempt to seize control and we do find Miroslav, then we are now committed to putting Miroslav back on the throne and and fighting against whoever... No, not, not at all. All we <laughs> oh, have really? done is... All we have done at that point is find him, our current prince, because currently all we have is the stirrings of revolution. And that's possible that that might change, but if we find him before that happens, then we'll have merely averted more infighting. If he wants to reclaim his own seat, he'll do it under his own power, and we can make our decisions then. Finding him does not force us to ally with him later. In the eyes of Georgina or Paul Morphy, it may. 
I have no qualms about convincing Georgina otherwise. Not to mention the fact that any of them would need to negotiate for our alliance if it came out to an all-out war for the new princedom. They all know that. In many ways, a new regime might be better for us. certainly seems like Miroslav was ignoring our borders. Let all this stuff happen as it was. If we have to negotiate with a new primogen, perhaps we can get a better deal. It's all vacuum right now because we have several quarteries that have been destroyed. Their territories are up for grabs. Miroslav being gone, the leadership of the entire Glittering Knight is up for grabs. If we find, uh, if we find Miroslav, it would be very tricky politically for his wife to react negatively to his uh, return since she is taking the position that, you know, oh, my husband has been taken, you know, uh, mm-hmm. she, she would have to politically align, oh, welcome him back and put him back into his position without depleting a whole lot of political realist, uh, political resources to, to put herself back on top. So right now that's our best move. It seems like if nothing else, we should at least find out where he's been taken and who took him. And then from there we can decide. I think what we need to do is just simply wait for tomorrow and wait for Lakshmi to uh, do what she does so well and gather more information from the priest and the human mage. And once we have that information, make better decisions. Well, we could also contact the Justicar tonight. It would be good to get this perspective on things as well. Especially since it comes from uh, part of our governance that's over and above Miroslav. I was just assuming he'd be busy doing his job looking for Miroslav, but it's not, it's worth a try. We did save his life, so he may feel indebted to share his information. But... Who would like to contact him? <clears throat> I think you should. Wasn't it you and I that that rescued him originally? Sure. Hey, Lex, yes. you do seem to have the best um, rapport. Okay. And it's... Obviously, since uh, Miroslav is also an Osperato, I have an immediate link to him, which adds to my credibility. Do we have any information that we can share with him that would entice him here? I guess just asking him to come by and see what he says might be enough. Uh, I'm going to contact him. If he asks me to go visit him, I will visit him. Uh, uh, but I will actually ask him to come see me at my place if possible. Okay. You call him, and uh, he says, "I can, I can, uh, I can arrange to come see you." Um, to, uh, it's a little late, perhaps tomorrow night. Absolutely, at your earliest discretion, sir. I'd just like to speak to you about the current situation. Certainly, yes. Yeah. Most disturbing. Most disturbing, indeed. He's a, uh, is he southern? I don't remember. He's no, 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 that was no just, everybody uh, is. Paul Morphy. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, this is the Civil War guy. Yeah, but so, I, I need to I see which side he fought not. on. <laughs> but I, I think, I think he was in the North. Yeah, he fought yeah, in the North. He was North. Okay, all right. So he probably talks like this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so after that... Um, <laughs> Never mind, I don't want to talk to him at all. <laughs> Never mind, hang up the phone. If, if we have a text from... What was her name? Anna Maria? Uh, in a and is there any way that we can... And the return the of Anna Maria, I was wondering yeah, if we were going to hear it this episode. Every time. Uh, is there any way we can track her phone? 
Yes. Is there? I mean, I'll, I'll send her a text. It will help. Mm, I mean, it couldn't hurt, but uh, I can see if I can ping her off of the nearest cell towers. Okay. Well, or I'll if s- GPS is turned on. I'll send her a text. Okay. Well, if that fails, too, like, we could easily use our contacts in the police department now. Sending, right. sending, 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 sending. Well, the Message text is going to read you up. Mess's delivery, <laughs> Mess's delivery fail, failed. Hmm. Well, with, with a little exclamation point with a circle around it. I mean, that's weird because that would fail on the sender's end. I mean, it can go unread, but even if your phone is off, it's not going to give you a message delivery failure. Right. That means the oh, that's phone true. might be destroyed. Not even then. It would, it no, would it would still go out. The number itself yeah. was destroyed in the phone system. Oh, yes. yeah, the account has to be deleted. Right, so it's sent. That makes sense. It's sent with okay. no delivery. It's like, it's just on unread. Or does it bounce back? No, they don't bounce guess, back. Because, yeah. <clears throat> if, yeah, if your phone's off, you're still going to be collecting texts. Does that make sense? Yeah. Colin, okay. let's see. What's unread? No one leaves me on unread. <laughs> I've never a- heard of such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it stays that way. All the way through the rest of the night. Well, let's go ahead and end it here. It's 7.01. Okay. Cool. Uh, any feedback or anything? Any notes or questions or anything? I have no idea what's going on, and we're completely ill-equipped to do anything. <laughs> yeah, which is perfect. I mean, exactly yeah. like all of our other games. Right? <laughs> Sometimes it's like... Ah, what's happening? It's just like it's so obvious. <laughs> Why is certainty comfortable? Because it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, cool. and the same experience as last time. Yay! Oh, what was that? that was three. Three. That's yeah. it was. Was it three? I don't know. I'm asking. It was a question. I, I have three lock. Okay. So yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, everyone who is out there listening and watching. Uh, this was session eight of uh, The Glittering Night. My name is Stu, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have, stay safe out there. Thanks. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.